Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Crossroads Podcast. You know me. I'm your host, LaRon Dawkins. And back with us tonight is that wonderful man we call Stoy. What's up, dude? I'm first. You're first. I'm never first. Yeah, you're first. Unless, I mean, I'm only first when it's just you and me, of course. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, no offense, no offense to our other co-host Andre here, but you know, like you've got seniority now. So. Listen, listen, Stoy, you used to be first, okay? <laughs> used to be first. Right. Listen, listen, you know, you newbie, you coming in here thinking you run this town? You don't. You don't. Uh, uh-uh. uh, you don't. If it makes you feeling better. You're first in my heart. So. Oh, no, thank you. No, you were well, rude. You were rude. You were rude. So you were rude. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and uh, I got of this, course. Uh, I, huh? I wanted to show this off. Um, I got oh, oh Mega Man Tumblr, a, a Mega Man one. Oh, that's yeah, cool. The one, yeah, that's cool. It's, oh, that's, that's freaking cool. For those out there in listener land, sorry you can't see it, but I'm showing it in the chat. Go to Exodus eight zero three on YouTube and see for yourself. But uh, yeah, this is a it's a blue slushy flavor. It's actually pretty good. Like G Fuel makes some pretty good tasting stuff. Okay, right. cool. I have their um, Sonic Peach Ring and their Sour Face Berry. So. Oh, okay. oh, speak. Oh, well, let me introduce you first, Andre, because then I have something to talk to you about. So, okay, 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 okay. So, welcoming back to the show, of course, the new co-host, the new third chair, Mr. Andre Wilson. What's up, dude? Hello, hello. It's, uh, we were on a week break. Good to be back. Yeah. Re- uh, refreshed. Um, I mean, yeah, just glad to be here, as always. Cool, of course. Glad to glad to have you. Now, now we've gotten all the plasmas out the way, dude. I cannot find this bubblicious freaking freaking energy. Oh, the ghost one. <laughs> yeah, I can't find it. Let I, me I tell to, you. I went to vitamin shop. I went to vitamin shop like two days after. Yeah. Uh, after you told me about it. Yeah. Two days after, and they're like, "Oh, we can't keep it." Some context for the people here. <laughs> I don't okay, know what, so, I, don't, I don't know what's going on. Okay, so I was lurking on Andre's Instagram. And I saw and I saw a reel where it was talking about his day, and uh, and his day was looking pretty chill. He had a sketch pad, you know, like he had. An- he was doing- Andre, what's your Instagram? Um, I actually don't know. <laughs> I changed it a while ago to match my Twitter, so now my Twitter and Instagram, Andre underscore Wilson, A N A N N D R E underscore W. I got you. So- Wait, what happened to Jedi Master Binks? What happened to that? So I figured if I, cause I couldn't get that on Twitter, uh-huh. but I could get that on Instagram and I'm like, well, I don't want to just juggle a lot oh, of yeah. things. I, so, I know exactly what you mean. So I figured if I had both as that, and then my YouTube was just my name. So, but anyway, for, for context, what LaRon is talking about, um, it's this. Okay. Orange cream. Yeah. You got bubblicious. Okay. It's that. So it's basically Ghost is a supplement brand. Um, yeah. And it's very big in the States. And it uh, the energy drinks, I think, like, just got to Canada. And they have a strawberry bubblicious flavor. And, Laurent, when I tell you that this is good, it is really, really good. Dude, I, it I is almost... really, really good. I almost you, went on. A, I almost went on a journey to Mecca trying to look for this stuff. Like, have I, you like checked I, uh, a GNC by your place? Okay, so there's a vitamin shop and there's a GNC right across the street from the, from the vitamin shop. But this vitamin shop is the vitamin shop is outside the mall. The GNC is inside the mall. Mm-hmm. Fucking malls don't up until eleven o'clock now. I I, I do not understand. I, I why? Oh, 
I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do this. This is this is the whole COVID rant all over again, you know, and you know in this day and age, I should actually be happy that, you know, the, the consumer market that we have is not so much money hungry anymore. It's not it's not all capitalistic and hey, stuff like wait, that. Whoa, 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 hang on. What? <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> okay, I used to work for the mall. I used to okay. work at the as a matter of fact, I used to work at that mall. Uh and uh that mall was notorious for being open sometime uh normal time frame was ten o'clock when the mall had to be open and usually the mall's open from ten AM to nine PM. Uh, but during the holidays, that bitch could be open as early as eight o'clock and don't close till 11 and stuff like that. So like that, so I was used to, I'm used to that mall having set hours and stuff. And I forgot that, you know, COVID was a thing. Uh, I thought though, after the as first year, the world. yeah, well, I thought after the first year, you know, when, um, when a lot of the governors are like, you know, we're restricting, we're, we're less, we're, we're loosening up the stay at home orders and stuff like that. A lot of the stores and retail chains and stuff went back to normal working hours, which is funny because Walmart hasn't gone back to 24 hours yet. You know, it's kind of funny, but I don't shop at Walmart that much anyway. So I was going to say, you sound very upset about that Walmart. <laughs> no, I'm not. Actually, I'm not upset. I'm not upset because, like, I don't get caught out in the streets, like, past 1 a.m. So it's not a big deal for me. Not, <laughs> any, not anymore. <laughs> you know, I don't need Prior. I don't need. I don't need that random run for like peanut butter and jelly at like three in the morning. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I remember. I do remember at one point, um, I think uh, I now that you bring up Walmart at 3 a.m., I was hanging out with some friends like when we were in high school and it was like 3 a.m. and we wanted to buy the new Ice Cube album. <laughs> oh my goodness. You mean, you mean the censored Ice Cube album? <laughs> yeah, I think it was um, uh, it was uh, it was like a, they, they they he did a two part album. that was War and Peace. Oh, yeah. War and Peace. That was a great album. That was, and it was War that was out. And it was like, man, we should really go get that CD. Like we should go get it tomorrow. And like my buddy's like. Man, Walmart's open right now. We can go right now and get it. And it's like 3 a.m. <laughs> so sure enough, we went to Walmart at 3 a.m., picked up the CD. It was pretty cool. That's hilarious. That yes. was before Walmart. Uh, Walmart had a thing where, like, they would sell the uh, edited versions of CDs. So that was before those times. Yeah. Wow, oh, was it? Yeah. Okay. I, I will take your word for it because I feel like they've always sold, like, the edited versions. No, there was a time right. where they didn't. Yeah. So anyway, so so yeah. So like, I go to I go to the vitamin shop, and the guy and the guy tells me he's like, we can't keep this on the shelf. He's like, check check GNC or, or check. And there's two of them nearby me. There's one at the mall. Hold and on. There's Why one. can't they keep it on the shelf? People just come and people just come running and buy them. So I was like, I was part of the food chain. Apparently, you know, you were like, part of the people running Yeah, like I'm almost about to just Amazon this this shit, and you know, just have like four cases of it in my garage. You know, for <laughs> but uh, I thought you were but, saying they couldn't keep it on the shelf because they were so heavy and the shelf would always break. Oh no 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 no! It was more it was more a situation where taking that, like taking that statement literally. Like, 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 cause yeah, like they usually, they, they usually put a small amount in the refrigerator, you know, oh, so you can yeah. buy in singles and stuff like that. So I was going to buy a single cause you know, like I'm, I'm like, I trust you, Andre, but I need, but you know, I'm, I don't trust you yet to buy a whole case of it just yet. You know, no, because, that's like, completely fair. That's good. Yeah. That's completely fair. And like, so, so kind of the same situation, the, um, this, uh, this, like they're called unexotic snack shop. So basically in Canada, there's like, I think I've only seen four of them now and they're just like small hole in the wall places that sell like exotic food so like they'll have like green tea flavored lays and like that um, does not sound attractive that does not well, sound appetizing well, like they'll have like foods from all over the world so they'll have like uh dark chocolate mint flavored chips and like 
jalapeno flavored chocolates, just like really exotic things. I don't know why, but but, but that's there. Anyway, um, when they they put on their story that they got the ghost bubble bubble licious in, and I've been I've kind of built up a relationship for sorry with the store, and I actually took those pictures for the store. Anyway, okay, I messaged them and I was like, "Yo, when do those go on sale?" And he's like. Well, we can't put them in the public yet, but if you want one, I can try and do something. And I was at the gym, and I was like, I'll be there in like 20 minutes. So I like dipped from the gym, um, and then I went down there, and 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 he said, yeah, same thing. He's like, we can't put them on the store yet because like they just go. And I was like, well, just let me know when they do, and I will be part of that chain that comes and just takes them. So it's is weird this, how like is this like their most popular flavor? Like I feel like <laughs> I I it's gotta I, be. I, I want to say like... yeah, because like when I go in the store, they have like all the flavors now. They have blue uh, sour patch, blue raspberry, red, um, uh, citrus, mango, orange cream, and the strawberry one, and and like they're all kind of like lined up in the fridge and the strawberry one like you have to like open the fridge and like reach your arm back there and like take like the second to last one so i'm like i don't know if it's like a hot commodity or if they're just like really man this is this is reminding me of the fuji pear freaking uh celsius drinks like those things are delicious Yeah. So anyway, I well, was, that, I, that means the secondhand market's going to go through the roof now. People are going to be selling this shit on eBay for like 40 bucks a can. I hope not. I, I hope uh, not. I hope not either. <laughs> I'm going to check right now. <laughs> <laughs> but, Laurent, I hope you do find one because they are good. Yeah, are yeah, good. yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure I'll get lucky. Like, I like I was, I was so, I was so, I was so, you know, like, down the dumps like i just knew vitamin shot was gonna have one you know like i just wanted one can and the guy was even like hold on let me go check and see if we have any on the floor because i was like well yeah if you have any on the floor i'll buy two and then i'll just take them home and throw them in the fridge and get ready you know so like that he's like man we don't have any of them and i was like okay when's the truck coming? how much like, do the, how much do, does each can usually cost three dollars three dollars yeah. okay. it's, it's yeah. not it's not it's 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 not it's, it's about it's about the same it's it was cheaper than buying a can of monster because like i was at i was at a wawa the other day and a monster is like 4 30 well for you a can monster buy... energy drink yeah yeah you can, uh you can buy one on ebay for 20 bucks do it one 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 that's why i asked no. i'm like no how much do they usually go for no thanks i mean no they, thanks. they range they go from anywhere between like 10 bucks Wait, are we talking like, like wait, are we talking a case or or one can? One can. One can. <sighs> see, see, you know what? This is too much. See, this is too much. People like that just don't deserve happiness. Nope. That's like when um when uh when Canada had like a huge heat wave, it got up to like um it was like our hottest summer last year, like Almost to the point where you were advised to like stay inside, like it, like it was, it was dangerously hot out, and people would buy fans and ACs for like, let's say like five hundred dollars Canadian, and like resell them for like a grand, and it's just like, like why do, why do people, um, when the sh- when like the world goes to shit, they will take what people need and like upsell it. I don't get it. Yeah, it, yeah. I, I like. I don't physically understand it's, what it's you advantage and opportunity. It's I don't. A, it's a. It's a. What? What's? It's. It's a scalper's market. I. Yeah. You yep. know. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. 
Like the moment, the moment freaking basketball shoes, like you know, got to a point where it's a commodity, uh, commodity that you know, like people would like lose their minds for and and, and deplete their bank accounts. Like that, that's the lifestyle we live in now. Trust me, I like, I like, I have two pairs of Nike Dunks. I enjoy them, but I will not wake up at like five a.m. and run to the store, wait in line, and drop like six hundred bucks on a pair of shoes. I'm sorry yeah. if you do. All the power to you, but I can't physically do that to myself. So I don't know if you guys know about the the Black Friday thing. I don't know if it's by you guys, but uh, over here, uh, every Black Friday uh, for you non-American people, that is the day after uh, Thanksgiving, where um, uh, people get in lines at breweries at like 4 o'clock in the morning to get exclusive access beer. Breweries, yeah. Okay. To get exclusive access beer that they can only buy that day. And it's usually some sort of like whiskey or bourbon stout or whatever. It's always the same. But uh, yeah, it's like I remember doing that. The last time I did that, I looked around and I was like, look at all these dumbass white people sitting out here (laughs) like two o'clock in the morning, you know, camping out just for beer. And I was like, have you had the beer, though? Have you had the beer? Yeah. I mean, it's like it's just is it good? I mean. Yeah, I mean, yes. So, be honest. At one point, were you one of those dumbass white people? Oh, of course, yeah. That's when I, that was, <laughs> that was, when I was like, self-aware of myself. I'm like, he's, I'm looking he around. Sees him, he sees him and he's like, what? good Lord, what have I done? Yeah, I'm looking around and I'm like, man, look at all these dumbass white people here. And I look at my, I look at my arm and I'm like, wait a minute. I am one of those. Two. You're like, wait a minute. Oh, Jesus. So yeah, that's funny. All right, so you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna bring this back, but I'm only gonna bring this back for for this is episode 87. So I'm only gonna bring this back for like until we get to episode 90. I'm gonna bring back the housekeeping because like Crossroads lives in a new place now. It's no longer it's no longer streaming live on Twitch. So like I I feel like I need to do all of our listeners and and all of our now of our subscribers and our followers you know a solid by letting us by letting them know. So. Don't forget that you're checking out the Crossroads podcast, which comes at you every week, bringing you the latest news, rumors, games, and general discussion in the world of PlayStation, PC, and Xbox. Crossroads now lives in a new place, now airing live on Tuesday nights, same night, at youtube.com slash exodus803, normally at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. (laughs) As always, you can head over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and other podcast locations to get audio versions of the show, which are hosted the the following Thursday morning after after this show debuts. Uh, Video recaps of the show can be found early Thursday mornings at our partner site, youtube.com slash bossrushnetwork, and actually also head over to bossrush.net to see previous versions of our show and all of our episodes, which can be found there on the website as well. If you like the show, please consider subscribing to the podcast and giving us a a follow. Um, So like, share, subscribe. If you're listening to the audio versions, please share, rate, and review us wherever you check out the show, and we will love you for it. So guys, let's go ahead and get this show rolling. It's time to talk about what we've been playing. Stoy, you know what? You go first. Wow, it's a day of firsts for me. <laughs> what um, you playing, man? What you playing? So uh, I started. I I actually played a lot. Um, I played. Uh, I finally beat Tales of Arise, and man, I'm never playing another Tales game again. Why? Oh my god! Why? That, the last like ten hours of that game was such a friggin' drag. Like they decided oh, I you to, were about just, to say wait, did so just, good. Yeah, did it just get no, no, slow no. or something? What happened? No, because basically what happened is is they were like th- there was a good tick of like story content going or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. like hey, we got this calamity that's gonna destroy the world, this and that, whatever. And then they decide, holy crap, 
There's still a lot of unfinished story we haven't told you. So we're going to cram it all in the last five hours of the game. So the last five oh, hours no. of the game was like 80% conversation, 80% cutscenes. Like literally, oh, it's no. like it was like Metal Gear Solid 4. You remember those days where like oh my you would take God. like four steps and then all of a sudden 10 minute cutscene? And then you take another four steps and it's like another 10 minute cutscene. I was getting flashbacks from those days. You know what? I hate to say it, but Metal Gear Solid 4 is kind of what ended my career of Metal Gear Solid. And really? a lot of people's landed a lot yeah, of people's it, it ended my career. I I played I played Ground Zeroes, but I never played Phantom Pain. I mean, Phantom, Phantom Pain, Pain was, good, was like, okay, yeah. It was okay. But I mean, so are you talking about like when at the end of, of, of four when like Snake would fight Liquid and they like fight and then stop and be like uh, and then yes. be a cutscene and then they like uh, and then the cutscene and then like and then a cutscene? Yeah. I remember that. I remember that. And that, that, that really like killed my drive to play another Metal Gear game. I, I think for me, it, what, what it really hit was I think when Snake went to Europe or something like that. And it was like there was like a pretty there was like a really cool like motorcycle chase scene. And it was like there was no other gameplay beyond that except him maybe walking around town while disguised. And then like the rest of it was all cutscenes. I was like, yeah, you brought me to this really cool location. Mm-hmm. And I literally did nothing. <laughs> Like, okay. Yeah, that was like in Final Fantasy 15 when you reach a certain point in the game, it's like you can't go back. And it's just like, it's like gameplay, cutscene, gameplay, cutscene, gameplay, cutscene, 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 gameplay, cutscene, end game. And I'm like, what the f- What? <laughs> I was like, where, where did the game just go? So that's li- that, that was literally like the last like five hours of it. It was like either that or just like really pointless grinding. Like they just started like shoving these like really high powered enemies at you. And you're just like, God damn. Like, I had slapped it on easy mode about halfway through the game because I was like, I'm just going to get this over with. Like, I, I just want to get going. So mm. I was like, you know, the battles weren't necessarily that hard, but they started taking longer. And that was part of the problem, too. It's like, I just want to beat this freaking game. <laughs> so, yeah, whatever. Anyway, I mean, fine. It was it was good. But uh, I also played F1 2022. Solid racing game. Really good simulation modes. Um I really like how they set up their careers because they set up the careers kind of like real life, like, you know, uh, F1 weekends, like in real life, their racing weekends set up for practices. You qualify for a place on the grid. And if you get if you get the fastest time, then obviously you start first. Or, you know, if you don't get the fastest time, you start further down the grid. I have What's a up? question for you. Yeah. Um, so is is pole position like first? Is that yeah, like pole position. Yeah, yeah pole position. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Because yeah. I kept hearing that term, and I, I assumed after a while it just meant that that you were first, basically. Yeah. So okay. like, yeah, okay. yeah. If you qualified for pole, then that's that means you qualified for first. Okay. So um, but I I, I really like because sometimes like practice, you know, practice is meant to like really get to know the courses, really get to know the tracks, the turns. Mm-hmm. You know, you have you have the rewind feature, so you can actually like, you know, I didn't do that turn that well, so like, you know. But they also kind of give you these little objectives that gives you points that, you know, they give you like research points to like research, like upgrades to your cars. And uh, you can actually pick which team you want to be on. So if you want to be on Mercedes, you want to be on Ferrari. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So I, I chose Haas because Haas is an American uh, race. <laughs> Haas. Team. I feel so, so bad for Haas all the time. <laughs> hey, this year they're. They're doing well. They're doing thank, well this year. Thank game. God, because so far in 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 F one Drive to Survive, oh, the man. first season, I'm just like, look, guys, like man. I just watched the episode where um it talked about Romain, 
Roshan and how he just can't get out of his funk. And he's just like, oh he'll my either God. Wait crash. till you watch the rest of the few seasons, man. It gets worse. <laughs> he like he'll he'll either crash, no points, or he just can't race. And I'm like, I'm like, look, man, just throw in the towel. But he's like, he can't do it, but he doesn't want to stop. And I'm like, oh my God, I feel so bad for the hot team. Yeah. No, it gets worse. That was kind of one of the, uh, you know, Gunther, the team principal, where he's like, we look like a bunch of fucking vankers out there. <laughs> <laughs> I love I love that guy. He's so... Oh, yeah. He's so good. But, uh, yeah. So, uh, you know, they give you objectives like, hey, we really want to test the durability of the tires. So we really want to test the ability of your fuel consumption. So, you know, they'll give you like certain objectives on how to do things and whatever. So it's really cool that you're actually practicing to achieve an objective while also trying to learn the track. So it makes it kind of like worth it. You could skip all that and go to qualification if you want. Um, and, you know, just go race right away if you want, or you could do single player, whatever. That's fine too. But uh, I, I, I like those like weekend structures, you know, and they yeah, actually yeah. follow what the actual season is. So that's cool. Yeah. Um, that's cool. But I always like, I, I told people that, if you want to get into a racing simulator game, like, you know, but, but you think like maybe like there's too much involved. F1 is probably the easiest racing simulation game you can get because those cars are so easy and so clutch to handle that you don't have to worry about like losing control or drifting because those cars have like Andrew, what we were talking about, those cars have so much downforce and they're so stuck to the ground that they turn on a dime. And there's like oh, literally oh, no, there's no drift. There's no like losing control unless you go off track. Yeah. Yeah. But oh, like, yeah. Yeah. you know, you, you feather the brakes going into, and the brakes are like awesome on these cars. <clears throat> you know, you could feather the brakes before a turn, mm-hmm. right? You hit the apex of that turn, you just like gun it and you don't even lose control at all. No spin, nothing. You time it right. I mean, you feel like a professional. So, yeah. Like, one thing that kind of blew me away from watching that show was like, when they're going and they have like the cam of the uh, the driver, when they just like turn and they just do like this, it doesn't seem like much. But then you look at the car and the car like turns on a dime, and I'm like, yeah. imagine if they just like threw the steering wheel to like the left. Mm-hmm. Like it's crazy how how just like a small like bit it just makes the car turn so fast. So I can see how that would correlate with the game. Yeah, no, it yeah, it, it's really crazy, and uh, I. I don't know how, why it is, but I started noticing this and coming out with some of my longer practice sessions is that when I'm holding the controller, right, and mm. I turn left and I just push it, I just push it with my left. But when I turn right, oh no, no, when I turn right, I just kind of push it with my left thumb. Mm. When I turn right, I almost do a hook maneuver with my thumb and I kind of pull it toward me and I start to get sore. So, like, if there's a track with a lot of left turns, my mm-hmm. thumb is starting to get sore because I'm kind of doing this hook maneuver for some reason oh, with man. the with w- with that uh, joystick, and I'm like kind of like pulling it and really ratcheting it as opposed to just you know I'm turning right and I'm just doing a push. Like it's it's weird why I do that. I don't know if that's maybe just the mechanics of how the controller is or if anybody else has experienced it before. But yeah, if a track has a lot of left turns, I know my uh, <laughs> I know my thumb's gonna be sore. But guys, let me tell you, House Flipper for the Xbox. <laughs> oh, there's nothing. There, there, there's not. It's such a relaxing game. 
You know, you know, if if I didn't know you better, I would swear you're trolling me every week when I do the what are we playing write-ups for the for the weekend for the weekend. I told it's... you, I told you I'd be getting this game, and I stayed true to it. I mean, it's it's a Game Pass game, so you know, yeah. it, it was an easy sell for me. But I would have paid money for this. I literally would have paid money for this. Like if they, you know, and I, I maybe would have, you know, right out the gate, because, you know, you start out, you know. You know, you, you go into this house that you live in, and it's like a dumpy house, whatever. You want to try to make it in the real estate business. You know, you want to kind of help clean up people's houses. Hold on, is this a like a real estate simulation? Pretty much. No, it's it, well, it's kind of like a house flipper simulation, but you, you don't get to the real estate stuff until later once oh. you establish a business. So, like, you first start out the game like maybe just cleaning people's houses, doing some renovating, some some painting, you know, um, like installing certain things like say for example one of my favorite missions so far i call them missions but <laughs> um you, you you get an email from a guy to say like hey i own this like four this four bedroom house and i had these college kids staying in it and i had to i had to evict them and it was the, the place was such a mess that every room like you have to kind of like you know sweep the room for all the garbage uh, mm. You know, walls are dirty, floors are dirty, so you got you mm. got kind of do this weird sweeping mechanic. You pick up trash. There's trash bags all over the place. There's beer cans and wine bottles all over the place. So you're picking all that shit up. Newspapers what? all over the floor. What college kids? What? Who drinks wine from a bottle? That's so bro, bro. Wine bottles all over the place. I think this is a French developer, so maybe that makes sense. <laughs> Who's just sitting there with a wine bottle being like, let's get lit, boy. Like, let's I'm get sorry. lit. Grab me the Merlot, nah, bro. You know. Grab nah, me you the know. Merlot, nah, you know. dude. You know I'm... college students are doing nothing but buying box wine. You know I'm that. Sorry, <laughs> but that's... Box wine's even worse. Yeah, right? Bro, hand me the Chardonnay. Come on, man. Open that shit up. Bro, throw me the bottle. Like, well, no. well <laughs> Stoy, uh, when you're ready to take this to the next level, there are there are ex expansions. For House Flipper? Yeah. Oh, what? my God. You've got... Yeah, you've got HGTV House Flipper. You have House Flipper Garden DLC. Uh, you've got House Flipper Luxury. House Flipper Pets. Oh, and House Flipper Apocalypse Edition. Apocalypse Edition? Expand your House Flipper nuclear safety options with the Apocalypse Flipper DLC pack. Yeah, I was going to say, this is all on Steam right now, so I wonder if this is all going to be coming to... Uh... To Game Pass? Yeah, I wonder if it's all coming to... If, well, it's probably not coming to Game Pass. Like, you'd probably have to buy it, but... Oh, yeah, um, you'd probably have to buy it. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to look that up because I'm, I'm in. So, but anyway, yeah. Like, so there's other missions where, like... I, and I can tell this is European because every every room has a radiator in it. You know, for <laughs> heat. So, like, these... Now, how do you know that? Maybe... How do you know that? Maybe, maybe these are just low-rent houses that you're in. I mean, maybe. Maybe. Sure. <laughs> but, um... Uh, yeah, all these college kids, these college kids stole every radiator from every room. So I oh had to like five radiators in this house. Oh it was goodness. funny. That's hilarious. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's like the same thing. Like, you know, you you buy the parts and, you know, they pay you. So like they say, like, hey, this is what I'm going to this is what we're going to pay you for the work. So obviously, you know, what you buy versus what you get paid, yeah. you get the profit as a result of it. And then that goes into your bank. Which then you could start saving up money to buy your own houses mm -hmm. that you flip. That's where the flipping comes in. Okay. Yeah. 
So like, you know, you, you go on like this, this website, this realtor website, whatever, then you could say like, Hey, I want to buy this for $70,000 or whatever. And then, yeah, you go in to kind of flip the house with however you want. And obviously the fancier stuff you put in, the fancier you make the floor plans and everything, like the more it'll sell. Uh, and then obviously the more money that goes in your pocket while you're picking up side jobs. So what I've been doing is basically like, I want to have a chill night. I don't want to do anything too complicated. I'm going to have a chill night. I throw up Spotify on my Xbox, put on the lo-fi beats playlist. And man, I'm just vibing <laughs> just that start, whole night. And just start wrecking the house. Yeah. Just like I put on some lo-fi beats, demolish a wall, lo-fi beats, painting a wall, lo-fi beats, installing a sink, you know? <laughs> I mean. What more could you Stoy's, ask for, right? Stoys live in the middle-aged man's dream right now. Yeah. Hey, man. I'm, you know, you know, you know, guys at our age, man, we 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 live for this stuff, you know. Yeah. We're done with the, we're done and with the Call of Duties and the FIFAs, man. Give me house flipper. <laughs> man, if you told my 27-year-old self that I was going to get all hot and bothered seeing a vacuum cleaner, bro, <laughs> you could vacuum clean cockroaches in this game. <laughs> oh I can just see you now. I can see you now. Stories playing. He gets attacked. Hey, so what you doing? I'm painting the walls. Um, then I'm going to be installing a radiator, and yep. then I'm going to be cleaning the floors. Homie, it's like ten o'clock at night. Yeah, it's the best time though. Like best time though. Yeah. <laughs> I just see now. Lights down low. Putting on some, uh, you know, putting on some sick beats and just. Yeah. Are you wearing like a silk robe too, or? I should honestly. I should start you, getting candles. In you my should room. probably just like. You should probably just full send this and just go into like a silk robe. Yeah. He's in the. Freaking uh, flammable jammies, <laughs> jammies. <laughs> Silk robe and a cigar. And just, I was gonna just... say, I, I, I gotta install some more radiators to uh, to be able to afford silk. To jammies. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's uh, that's really what I've been playing. Um, I played more uh, Phobia. Mm -hmm. Um, Phasmo. I also um, that the, no that uh, uh Saint Diphna. Phobia. Saint oh, Diphna. that one. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. 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 And uh. I also uh, popped in Metro Exodus. I wanted to play that. Ooh, I never played that. great game. Yeah, really good. Are you so playing far. the first one? Uh, no, Exodus. That's a uh, because I beat the first two. I never beat Exodus. Oh, the third one. The third one. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I've, I've been I playing that. I personally enjoyed the second one. I really like the second one too. The third one is like third one's different. Third one's very yeah. different because it's kind of like open world. Like yeah, like you leave the 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 underground and you're outside and it's like okay, but there was a a a eerie feeling about the second one just going through the tunnels by yourself and just yeah. like it was cool. I really enjoyed, it. especially like the ending was like was weird, weird but good. Mm -hmm. No, there's a so there was a episode in the third one or there's a I mean the it's it, do you mind me spoiling it? No, go, 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 okay. go, go for it. There was go like a point where like you know you. you You've you've escaped the metro. You're yeah. out in the open land, which everyone was like, you know, we thought Russia was destroyed. Like, you know, and now oh, yeah, to yeah. find out you can actually yeah. walk outside without a mask. And uh, so you go to this place that's supposed to be where the provincial government is. Like, this is where the government was supposed to take base. Yeah. So you go there and you find out every there everyone there is a freaking cannibal. <laughs> oh shit no way so they're like they, they capture you they're like oh we're gonna eat you we're gonna eat that we're little bones we're yeah. gonna get you we're gonna cut this arm off and you know. is that the place in the desert no that's right before the desert okay then i was past that then okay yeah so you probably know what i'm talking about that yeah i do I every do. every enemy in this 
stage is running at you like a zombie. Like it's like zombies are like braids, braids, you know, like. Mm-hmm. So there was like one scene right at the end where you like jump on the train to escape. Mm-hmm. And there's like a swarm of these guys chasing after you. So I was like, you throw a Molotov cocktail at them. <laughs> so I threw them, set fire to like maybe like 15 of them or something like that. Ended up getting achievement for killing 90 cannibals. Oof, that was an actual holy. achievement. <laughs> oh my god! Throughout the whole level, so yeah, pretty neat. That's crazy. That's all I've been playing. All right, Andre, what you what, what you what you crack into? So okay, so Friday, I don't know if you guys got it, but did you hear about the giant Roger thing that happened with like? No, was that only no. a Canada thing? Okay, so basically, Rogers, I guess like a satellite or something like shut down basically everything that had to do with rogers on last friday shit the bed so i woke up with no phone service um okay so my my friday morning was i woke up no phone service and i was like weird i was like all right god that must have been the quietest day on earth for you dude homie let me tell you at work not having the wife text me really really nice <laughs> really nice anyway uh so i woke up friday <laughs> I woke up Peace Friday with and quiet. So nice. You have no idea. <laughs> yeah. uh, I woke up Friday, no phone service, and I was like, "All right." I was like, "This is odd." So then I, w- I, I, I had maybe like less than a quarter of a tank of gas left, so I could get to work, but I couldn't get home from work. And I was like, "No problem. I'll get gas in the morning." I go to the gas station, and there's like a long lineup, and I'm like, "It's first thing in the morning. Everyone's probably getting gas. It's payday." Everybody's acting like it's the apocalypse. That's exactly right. But yeah, right? I had. I didn't know that it was like a huge thing. So I go in the store and there's a long lineup and I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, what the hell is going on? So the guy at the till goes cash only the debit machines are down. And I was like, I was like, that's fucking weird. So then I go back to the till and I do my transaction and it said that my card duck, my card got declined. And now I'm like, I'm like, okay, what the fuck is going on? I was like, what is happening? So Long story short, I guess something happened with Rogers and worldwide, the network was down. So Shaw, Rogers, and Fido, if you had anything to do with their internet, their cable, or their phone service, it didn't work. So that means every, like, gas station or, like, even shit in the mall, if your debit machine or your store was basically on one of those three networks, it wouldn't work. So apparently, like, half the mall was down. Half the gas stations around me were, like, off the grid. And I was like, what's happening right now? So I didn't get phone service until, like, the next day. It was wow. crazy. It was crazy. Like, I I got home, and I walked in the door, and I felt like like I haven't seen my family in, like, in, like weeks. I was like, I was like, this is so weird. Like, I haven't talked to you guys in, like, forever. So, so I couldn't, I couldn't watch tv i couldn't play my pc i couldn't do anything and i'm like i'm like i'm like this is fucking weird that is the so, worst okay dude, i was gonna say yeah this this must have been a canada thing because i heard nothing about this yeah. really that's so odd that's so odd so yeah so yeah. so that day i actually went um i actually went with a friend and we went to a local waterfall near um near where i live it's basically like um like a half an hour drive and then a 40 minute walk. And it was like, it's, it's this beautiful waterfall that comes down um, into like this little pond, then kind of like goes into the river. So I, we went and took uh, some pictures there. 
we maybe spent like half an hour there, forty minute walk in and out, but like the same thing. Like I couldn't, I couldn't talk to friends, I couldn't talk to my family. So it was, it, it was a very quiet day for sure. But mm-hmm. it, but it was so weird. Like oh I oh I bet it got frustrating after a while. It yeah. did. Like like at work, I was like okay, cool, phones off, I can just concentrate at work. But then I got home and I came upstairs and I changed the shower. And I was like, I was like, I was like, what the fuck do I do with my day? I was like, as bad as it sounds, I'm like, what do I do, right? And so then it was a beautiful day out. I'm like, I want to do something, and I'm not gonna let the fact that my phone and computer not work stop me from going out. But the shitty thing was I couldn't contact my family. So I'm like, hey, I'm gonna be here. Um, you know, I would let you know where I am, but I can't. So, but I'm just gonna go take some pictures. So that was my Friday. So Friday was just talked. Friday was off the grid. Saturday, um, everything worked again. And Leron, I messaged you about Monster Hunter. They had a Monster Hunter World Sunbreak demo, so I downloaded that. And okay. when I asked you if I should play on controller, I tried on keyboard. It takes a special person to play Monster Hunter keyboard. <laughs> Say that's that true. That's right true. But now. I've I've heard a lot of people because I I could not keyboard mouse. Like I've been playing Monster Hunter since two thousand four when it was an unknown game. You know, yeah, I can't keyboard yeah. mouse. It was it was it was it was very like at some point I had to hold down the the scroll button and then push a couple keys to like launch. And I'm like I was like hold on. I'm like I am. It was a fun game. I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna buy a controller first and then get it. So. So, but that is going to happen, but I'm you just like... A, you still have a PS4 controller? No, I don't. Oh, I was going to say, or do you have an Xbox controller? Uh, no, but I think a... <laughs> you're, you're in bad shape. <laughs> I, know, I, I know, I know. Like, I was going to buy it, and then I was like, wait a minute. I'm like, do I have any controller? So I scrounged around my house, and I was like, shit, I don't have any. So I'm not going to buy it, and I'm not going to play it for a while. So I'm going to buy a used controller for like 30 bucks. Then buy the game. So this one, you walk to your buddy's house and be like, "Hey, can I borrow your controller?" And never give it back. Hey, can I borrow it? Year later, <laughs> what controller? I don't know what you're talking about. You have it still. So other no, than that, is that one right there? <laughs> no, not this is my controller. <laughs> yeah, it's my it's my controller now. Other than that, uh, Chrono Cross I bought for the Switch. It's been fun. It's been fun to play the game again. It's also been really interesting to play it now because when I first played it as a young boy. I didn't know half the mechanics, and I didn't really care about the story. I was just like, yeah, fun game, woohoo, fantasy. But now that I'm a lot older, there's a lot of mechanics about the game that I didn't understand, like Stoy, and I don't know if you ever played it, Leron. I tried to play it. I didn't I didn't appreciate it back then. Okay, so, okay, so same thing. So, um, you know how the whole element system works, like the top? I remember left. that. I, I remember that. I didn't quite understand how it worked then, but now it's very interesting how you kind of have to keep your element on the field. And if you don't, you can kind of lose the tide of the battle. And then in the, in, in your grid, if anyone play, has played the game, you know what I'm talking about. The, the way you position your elements in the grid actually matters. So yes. there's, yeah, and I learned that literally last night because I googled. I'm like, how to effectively use elements in Chrono Cross, and I like, I ended up reading this like, I ended up staying past up past my bedtime because I usually get into bed around like ten. I stayed up until like ten thirty reading this giant document because I'm like, 
I didn't know that if you strategically place them in a certain order, they do more damage. And I'm like, I didn't fucking know this. <laughs> I was like, what the hell? So I turned on the game and I actually rearranged all my stuff and I went and I went into a fight and I was like, I was like, holy shit, this is so much better. So I did a bit more research and I'm just kind of just rearranging things, but it's a lot more fun now because I get the game more. So I've been playing that a bit more. Um, other than that, a little bit of Destiny here and there. Not as much because it's just kind of boring. Um, but I am, once I get a controller from my friend and buy the game, I there am, you go. There you I'm go. going to be heavily in, into Monster Hunter. So I'm looking, I am looking forward to playing that for sure. And once I do, I'd love to play with you and just kind of just get the ropes for sure. Awesome. <clears throat> Yeah, I um, I mean, when I, I I experienced that admittedly late when I first played it, I remember, because I remember kind of being dumbfounded to say like, you know, um, like why does it matter? Because like why are there certain like when you scroll through like, you know, the columns? Yeah, there's like one, two, three, yeah, yeah, like same thing. I'm like, why I'm is that? Should... A, why is that a big deal? Why? Is yeah, and thing? then I I started to notice, for example, like arrow saucer and minus one. And then fireball plus two. I'm like, what did they say plus two? And yeah. then and then I'd switch them, and one would be plus three, and one would just be fireball. And I was like, hold on, mm-hmm. that should mean something. And I googled it, and I was like, oh my god, there's actually a way to do this. I was like, holy shit, this yeah. changes everything. So yeah, so that was a cool concept to to now migrate into my game and now i'm just kind of like rearranging things and now my team is a lot stronger just from simply moving two things and i'm like this is cool so so there's that aspect and just having my switch just playing my switch and i think it's um from talking with you guys and the other on and the boss brush playing my switch again just feels so fun again because this goes back to the whole not being at my workstation and being away from it i'm i'm appreciating a lot more things now very cool cool anything um uh so that, that's about it i mean you had an adventure on friday i mean uh, yeah like my yeah my friday was so out the window i was like it was just it, was... it didn't even you know it's funny it didn't even make the news over here i didn't, I didn't really think about that, that. is so yeah. And That's you guys, so and you guys, were, you guys literally were in, were in a blackout uh, phase. I didn't hear anything about it, and I mean, you know, like I have my, I have like my Twitter and social media open all the time, so you know, I feel like I should have seen something about that. Nope, didn't see a thing. So you know how much, you know, you know, it just shows, it just shows because like you guys up in Canada care a lot about our stuff, and like we don't even give you guys like one tenth of the, <laughs> of the care. Well, you yeah, have. right. But like to play a devil's advocate, like it was honestly really like quiet to not have phones and like it was like like you said for for for, like it sucked it it did but like when i was at work not having my phone blow up not from like just people but just in general like notifications and like everything and just the noise of socials and phones not having that was honestly so nice actually no i mean um, when I was in between jobs from GameStop, the job I have now, mm-hmm. like, um, ultimately, like, I, could, I didn't have enough money to afford, like, everything I needed, so, unfortunately, cell phone was, that was, like, the very last thing I got rid of, mm-hmm. um, 
And I will tell you this. It felt it felt weird in the beginning, mm-hmm. but then I began to enjoy the fact that, you know, I just couldn't be reached, you know, like I couldn't, you know, like I was no longer, you know, like a phone call away for, for certain people and stuff like that. And God, yeah. yeah. Like I, I deactivated my Facebook months ago and that was like, so like super rewarding. It was, it was so nice. It was so nice. Living off the grid, man. Like, so of course, when I got this job, the first thing, First thing my employer was like, "Cause um, we gotta get you a phone." And I was like, "Do we? Do we really? <laughs> do Do you want me to have a phone, or do I need a phone?" <laughs> yeah. All right. So, for me, the only thing I've been playing for the last two weeks is Monster Hunter. Uh, but then again, it, it really didn't change from what I was playing previously before that. Uh, I, but, I told myself, I told myself that I'm not gonna make fun of you for it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. You're a scholar and a gentleman. But let me tell you, you're making it really freaking hard. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna be quiet the rest of the time. Well Well, it makes you feel better. Mm. Like I am <laughs> like I am I'm at I'm at what's considered like the end game for the new content, which basically means I'm about to beat the expansion. Well, uh, that, like just come out. It did, but okay. So like main story main story portion of the Monster Hunter. It doesn't take that long to get through, to be honest oh. with you. Um, it's more about it's more about the stuff and the add-on content they do, which which there's going to be the next five months worth of DLC drops for new content and stuff. So yeah, that's what we're looking at there. Oh. Um, so you know, like um, as soon as I get through doing what I'm doing, because I'm uh, probably I'll probably going into the weekend, I'll probably have it have it beat because like we're now in that section of the week where like it's all podcast for me. I was on Nintendo Power Block last night, by the way, guys. That was pretty. Cool. Oh wow, that was pretty. That was pretty fun. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, so the game is fun. The game is fun. I will say that. Uh, like I'm having, I'm, I'm enjoying every bit of the money I spent, you know, for this game. But I always enjoy Monster Hunter games. Unless it was that, that was Monster Hunter for the Wii. I didn't enjoy that one. But, uh, but I gotta say, like for all the Monster Hunter games I played, like they paid a lot of attention to detail when it came to story this time because Monster Hunter games were not always known for their story. As a matter of fact, mm-hmm. story didn't become a real element in Monster Hunter games until like Monster Hunter Four, and that was technically only two generations ago because Monster Hunter World is the previous generation. Like that's uh, that's Generation Five, and we're in Generation Five right now with Monster Hunter Rise as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Uh, the story is the story is fantastic. Like the way they the way they put it, and honestly, the way they laid the game out, like it feels like it's an adventure game. You know, for the most part, it feels it it it's almost like we went back to the action RPG roots of the game. You know, but it's it's fun. It's it's a blast. I'm not really gonna I'm not really gonna say a lot because I feel like every week on this podcast, I'm always saying something Monster Hunter related. And, you know, so so yeah. So next week I will talk about something that's not Monster Monster Hunter in my What Are We Playing segment. No, you're <laughs> but, not. No, you're not. Come on. Don't don't put that on me. I, I have a question. Did yeah. You did you watch the Monster Hunter movie? Uh, the one with Mila Jovovich. Yeah. The you only damn one. right I did. Did you, you enjoy it? No, no, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Okay, that's like I just I saw it. I fairly enjoyed it, but right. I, I I did hear that it got a lot of hate, and I I don't. It got it got a lot of hate. It got a lot of hate from Monster Hunter fans, and I don't understand why it got a lot of hate. Because in all in all honesty, like everything they did basically worked. 
you know? Um, yeah, there was some stuff that's fantastical and stuff like that, but you gotta look at, you gotta, you gotta think about something here. Like, they translated, they translated a movie where, like, your guy can literally jump off a mountain and not, and not take any red life damage. Not at all. Like, you don't get hurt. You jump off a, you jump off a cliff. You land on the ground. And sometimes he just lands with that, that, that hard, that hard thud. Sometimes he rolls and stuff like that, but he takes no damage and stuff like that. So, I mean, people who are getting upset about some of the things they saw in the Monster Hunter movie must not remember the source material because the only thing that really hurts you hurts you in the game are the monsters. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Who was the monster at the end? Uh, oh, uh, Gormagala. That's who it was. Yep. Story, what are you what are you laughing at? Nope. I, I said I'm not gonna do it. What? No, no. Not I wanna hear it. it. No, I wanna hear it. it. I wanna hear it. <laughs> no, your rant about like blah, these guys don't know the source material because they <laughs> It's the glasses. These guys must not be Monster Hunter fans when they were watching. The glasses the that kills me. <laughs> there's no fall damage on this, you know, on any characters. The only damage you can take is from the monsters. <laughs> I asked for it. I asked for it. I, 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 you did this. You did this. You wanted to know what I was thinking. Monster Hunter is a good movie. Monster, okay. Monster Hunter is a better movie than Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City. I will say that now, and that will be the hill I die on. <laughs> I can't. Um, I, I can't say one way or another. I didn't see the Monster Hunter movie, so but I, I could probably believe you. It. You saw the Resident Evil movie, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I could probably <laughs> believe you. Probably believe you. Yeah, uh, yeah. But I mean, you know, like, uh, like the game is just the game is good. Uh, in my opinion, you know, um, like I'm enjoying it. And, you know, if you're a Monster Hunter fan, you, you, I'm I'm sure you'll enjoy it. Unless you're one of those purists that think that, you know, the the world for Monster Hunter begins and ends with Monster Hunter World and, Ice, and Iceborne, which that is still my favorite game in the series. But Sunbreak does a – Rise and Sunbreak does a damn good job of keeping me entertained. All right, guys. We spent enough time in all the pre-show stuff. Uh so let's go ahead and move on, but real quick. Uh, I thought this was the show. This is the show. Well, just three I mean, dudes just talking about video games. That's the yeah. show. I mean, yeah, this is it's the, the show. Sh the show has begun. I feel like the meat and potatoes of the show doesn't come until we start talking about the news, though. That's 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 why I said pre-show. You know, so. you know what, you know what? I mean, you got the meat and the potatoes right here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know what? I what need, you, I need. What, what do you got, Laurent? I need I need more. I, what, what I need is more female viewers for the show because because that would have actually gotten us like some super chats. Okay. <laughs> maybe we maybe we do maybe I do need to start wearing a sleeveless shirt too, kind of like you. Hey, Andre Andre's been sleeveless day one. That is true. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is only your second show, Andre, but <laughs> but you're rocking. I think. I think I just have to stay sleeveless now. I just I came in sleeveless. I have to stay sleeveless. <laughs> That's kind of how it goes. Like the very first, the very first episode of Crossroads, like I like I I was wearing a tank top, and then like immediately, like a couple episodes later, I was wearing a regular shirt. Everyone was like, "Where's the tank tops at?" <laughs> yeah, and that all of a sudden I'll, became a thing, I guess. And I'm like, I'm like, I don't have enough tank tops. Like you will see, literally every tank top I have by the time we get to episode ten. <laughs> all right. Uh, That's so fine. yeah. By the way, by the way, for everyone who's listening, like we have a weekly write-up for what we were playing uh, that usually happens on the weekends and stuff like that, uh, and it's usually a preview for what we talk about during the week because there's, there's always new games that get added and stuff like that. But head over to BossRoads.net and check out the Crossroads Weekend Gaming What Are We Playing uh, articles every week, and maybe you can tell us about the next game that you're playing. 
Okay, guys. Have you seen Have you seen the list of games that came that are coming out this week? A whole lot of nothing. It's a whole lot of nothing, but it's a whole lot. Jeez, I mean, it's a big. All list, I got, it's a big list of nothing. Well, first of all, first of all, uh, we hope that you like PC games because, <coughs> excuse me, because this week's releases are practically all about PC, thanks to last month's PC gaming event during Summer Games Fest. Uh, so, and also, if you're a big fan of pl- platformers, like there you go. You know, this week is for yeah, you. Yeah, like I was taking a look at the uh, the crossroads rundown that you sent, and I'm like PC, 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 Xbox, but platform, okay. platform, platform. I was like, whoa, Jesus! This this list right here. Yeah. This is all. This is this is curated. Like, if you actually go to the actual like article on the yeah. website, yeah. there's more games. There's more games. I'm only like I'm. I only like cherry picked like you know what I thought was going to be good for listeners. Which, by the way. Here go. Here are the new games coming to PlayStation, PC, and Xbox this week. Uh, given the week of the 11th of July to September. Uh, wow, September. Jeez. I was gonna say, whoa! Yeah. All far these releases ahead are you going? Bro? All these releases might as well be into September, but now nah, from the 11th. <coughs> excuse me, from the 11th to the 17th of July. So let's get cracking. Hold on, I'm gonna mute this mic because I gotta cough one more time. July 11th, we have Neon Blight for PC Adventure Game. July 12th, we have the action RPG Hellpoint for the PS5. We have Crut the Mythic Wings platformer, PS5 and PS4, also on PC and Xbox. So that's basically the whole entire plate. Number three, coming in with a middle medieval shooter. That's something I never thought I'd say. Century Age of Ashes for the Xbox One. Real quick, si- real quick sidebar. If you were watching Summer Game Fest, you know what this game is. It's the game where you're riding on a freaking dragon, shooting everything, and whipping zi- and, z- and zipping all over the place. That's that game. Zipping and evil shooter. And that's, that's something I thought I'd yeah, it's, never say. It's it's actually it's actually a shooter genre because it's an on-rail shooter, but you know it's medieval. <laughs> if, if, if we said on-rail shooter, though, people would start thinking it's Time Crisis Part 19. 19. You know? <laughs> Yeah, and the fourth game coming out July twelfth, we have Zell X- yep. XEL for the PC. So for July thirteenth, I'll give it away to Lorana Le- Soy. Man, you're doing such a good job. Okay, okay July thirteenth, number one. <laughs> I was going to say, you, so you 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 missed a couple. You missed one particular game called The Future You've Been Dreaming Of. It's coming out Wait, on July fourteenth because this this game is about taking on the role of a Zakishi Warashi, a housebound spirit that can bring good fortune and peer into Sachi's life. Though she can't see you, you'll see some of her most vulnerable moments, and have no choice but to intervene from time to time. But it's all to guide her toward a bright future. That's on the fourteenth. That's on the fourteenth. Yes, because we didn't even get to the thirteenth. <laughs> And if you give her an item, depending on the item, her actions may change. You could pick her outfits. You could dress her up into favorite, uh, your favorite outfits. Wait, did I? Wait, wait. I Watch the lovable the and vulnerable Sachi so from confused. right by her side. What's the name of this game? <laughs> the future you've been dreaming of. The future you've been dreaming of. Yeah, so you're a ghost. <clears throat> you're a ghost dressing up the girl, the girl's, the, the, the girl you're haunting. The girl you're haunting, basically. Oh, this looks like Stephanie's type of game. Oh my god. 
Yeah. <laughs> I am sending this to her after the show wraps. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I was on, yeah, July 13th. Okay. So we have five. I was going to say, do you want me to read more of the story? <laughs> no, thanks. No, no, thanks. We'll just keep We're moving. Good. Okay. We're good. On the first, or sorry, not on the first, the first game, the um, <laughs> the Tale of Bistun, Bistun? I think it's Bistun, or Bistun, Bistun? Yeah. for PC and Xbox One adventure game. <laughs> Number two, we have a puzzle game called Rayland for PS5 and PS4, also on Xbox Family. Number three, RPG Rune Factory 5, coming to PC. Number four, arcade Super UFO Fighter for the PC who the F is going to be fighting in UFOs? Oh, I I saw the video. Oh it. It looks, my god. It looks, it looks zany. It looks zany. That sounds like a zany type of game. But hey, if you're up for basically Super Smash Bros. UFC, or sorry, UFOs, you, game for you. Number five, we have the RPG. <laughs> uh, actually, it's a roguelite. I'm sorry. I was okay, going to say. I was like, that was a typo. Oh, okay. The roguelite platformer Loop Mancer for the PC. July 14th, we have five games. Number one, coming in hot platformer Azure Striker Gunvolt 2 PS4. That just sounds badass, so. It, it is badass. I mean, that it's, it's really Mega Man. Cool. Oh, okay, then yeah, it's cool. Yeah, pretty okay. much, yeah. yeah. There you go. Number two, we have, is that C C Y O? Oh, choose your, choose your own adventure. Choo That's oh, thank you. Choose your own adventure title. Choose your own adventure. Ooh, the mock. Not the Mothman 1966 PS4 and PC, also on Xbox One. Sounds really interesting. Sounds like it's a kind of a point-and-click game. Or... Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah pretty okay, much. Okay. It's, it's a walking sim. Our, our buddies that do the Talk the Walk show will probably love it. Nice. Okay. Number three, Sci-Fi Racing. Never thought I'd hear that. Meteora? Yeah? P for the For the PC. Number four, a simulator. Power Wash Simulator. So Stoy? There you go. Yeah, there you so go. If I, tear <laughs> myself, if I could tear myself away from, uh, I mean, watching the trailer for that game. You could house is, flip and then power and then wash. And power the wash it. I don't know. Boom. I don't know. I, I, I'd be torn to do which one I want to do more. <laughs> Boom. There you go. Stoy's favorite Come on. Some, it's something about waving around a high-pressure water wand just all over the place, all willy-nilly. If you watch the on. trailer for it, it looks so satisfying. <laughs> so satisfying. I've actually like that wall some... used to be dirty. Now it's not in. There. I've actually seen some some uh, Twitch streamers playing it, and I'm I'm not gonna lie. I've like I've clicked on them and just sat here for like a couple seconds, and I'm like, you know what? I can get used to this. I can get used to this. Um, and the fifth game on July 14th, the platformer Spidersaurus, which sounds like nothing I ever want to see because that would terrify me. For the PS5, PS4, also on PC and Xbox family, so the entire plate actually it's, it's a cool look, it's a cool looking platformer actually yeah like, okay yeah, yeah it looks like it looks like a running gun type game oh, okay cool cool slide 15th only four. First one coming hot dread out to xbox family uh survival horror or just survival uh it said survival game so i'm not sure okay. like it's probably a survival horror but it's a survival game so that's kind of what i roll with it but but i but i feel like dread dread out 2 is probably like my pick of the week you know like if i was gonna yeah. get a suggestion for people that and azure striker gunvolt too but yeah but keep, going. Sure. keep going uh number two we have a simulator rpg is that correct yep immortal yeah immortal tactics war of the eternals for the pc which sounds cool interesting uh, oh, three. yeah, Dreadout 2 is that kind of like, it's like Silent Hill meets Fatal Frame. Yes. Whoa! Okay, yes. that sounds crazy yeah. then. 
Because yeah. both those games are terrifying. Because I watched, I, I remember watching the trailer for this when I recorded earlier with my guys. But yeah, it looks really That good. sounds like a hitter. Yeah. Number three, Arcade Racing 80s Overdrive, Xbox One. Sounds like a lot of uh, ne- neon and fast cars. Yep, exactly. Boom. <laughs> Number four, the last one, July 15th, X Sports game, Shred Remastered, Xbox One, which sounds like a snowboarding game. Yeah. That is not the last one. You guys are missing one one game. Oh, God. Here we go. It is here called the Ultimate Muscle Roller Championship. <laughs> Combine wrestling, gym, and cars in this incredible racing championship among the most muscular boys from around the world. Pass all the stages and earn the honorary title of Boss of the Gym and 300 bucks with your sweat, blood, and other fluids. So for every chat that goes to the gym, this is your game. This is your game. If you're, you, you, you like muscular bound Yo, boys in spandex and um, the game cover and Mario Kart alone is hilarious. The game cover alone. So what's it called? Ultimate Muscle Roller Championship. Yep, Ultimate it's coming. It's also coming out on PC. It's coming out on PC roller. on the on the fifteenth. Yes. Ultimate. You're just gonna have to watch the trailer because it is bonkers. <laughs> what in the f- am I looking at here? Okay, I'm. I. 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 Oh, my fiance saw this. She'd probably question my. Yeah, she. she what? What? What was? What? It's yo. on your internet history now, boys. Yo, it's on yo, your internet some, history. Yo, it's some dudes and freaking like they're, they're spanks. They're, they're, there's some that, dudes and spanks. Like yeah, one, like one sure. guy is basically wheel bar, wheel bar, uh, wheel barreling a freaking like a, a freaking uh, barbell, a, a barbell, a barbell. With yeah, basically. and the other while the other guy, while the other guy is holding his legs and pushing him. Yeah, and he's like, "Let's go." <laughs> I'm just quickly gonna go use the washroom. Okay. It's like it's like what in the homoerotic <laughs> is going on here? <laughs> but yeah, uh, actually, all these games like head over to the uh, web a web link has been provided in in the stream chat right now. Head over to bossrush.net and check it out because there's more games. Like we all like I like I said I only I only picked a few because like God like there was there was over. <laughs> There was over 20 games. Let me like, read you. I, I got to read you the description of this game. Do it. Do it. Okay. All right. Here are the features of this game. For the first time in history, a unique atmosphere of wrestling comes to race. All your cult characters are back. Choose your favorite and go with him to the end. Many right vehicles. You will be happy with Boy Next Door. I'm mad they're doing like the the the, the jacked up Arnold voice. Yeah. A variety <laughs> of locations inspired by the adventures of heroes character customization system thanks to which you can recreate sergeant billy harrington santa claus van darkholm and many other unusual characters uh right version for real men and censored for the faint of hearts drive music for hot races with the ability to upload your own and last but not least control the car with one hand and feel free to do anything god well, uh, if you guys are thinking about this game on Steam, don't forget to add to your wish list and follow it. <laughs> Man. Oh, boy. Video games are great, aren't they? You know what? I'll watch somebody's Let's Play. Like, if they like if they can do it, if they can do it with all the dignity in the world, I will watch it. <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. Uh, 
All right. Uh, please remember, uh, all release dates are subject to change. So as I've said previously, don't at us. Don't don't hit our DMs, nothing like that, because uh, we don't control this stuff. The one thing I want you to hit our DMs with is if you played Ultimate Muscle Roller Championship. I want, I, I want to hear. I want to hear it. Yeah, that. Please tell us. Yeah. Okay, guys. <laughs> now we've gotten all the pleasantries out the way. Let, it's time to break into tonight's news and events. How about that? <laughs> uh, so, first thing we're going to talk about tonight is uh, a bit of Xbox news uh, concerning probably a, a highly anticipated title. If you guys, if 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 you are into that type of thing, uh, because we need to talk about the fate of Fable for the Xbox Series X. Um, and no, it's not bad news. Not this time, because there's been a lot of bad news going on, going around about about Fable. But this is not bad news. Because uh, who, who hates Fable? Uh, it's not that a, it's not that anyone hates Fable. It's more okay. like it's more like this new Fable project, which technically is like called Fable Four, is is in a bit of trouble. Which is like, oh. I mean, the, the the fact that they're hiring a narrative lead now, yeah, means like how long. Have they been just sitting on their ass, not doing anything? Exactly. Exactly. So like uh, that's what's kind of got me a little worried. Like we ain't gonna see this game for a long time, mm-hmm. because I would say I would say this is probably one of the key things you want from day one. Yeah, you know, like have they have they kind of been sitting in the office, like kind of just sitting a little like shit? What should we do? And then Timmy, two offices down, is like, hey, should we hire someone? And they're like, God damn it, Timmy. <laughs> That's yeah. why we hired you. Let's go. Well, like, they, is that is that what's yes. happening? Like, <laughs> like Bioware just hired a a narrative lead for Mass Effect. Uh, they hired like, they like hired one of the head right, one. The, 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 well, here's the thing. They just started working on Mass Effect. We know the new this. one. Yeah, the new one. They just started. I didn't working even know. On. I didn't even know they were coming out with a new one. Excuse my oh, yeah, ignorance. Like the, I just. I well, this know. past I think was was it this past winter. That they yeah. released a trailer saying yeah. Game Awards at the yeah. Game Awards. Yeah, they just released a trailer saying the new Mass Effect is coming. So that's is literally this, like, is this a, it, a sequel to the last one? Or? Yeah, it will not end drama. No. It's a sequel. It's a sequel to Mass Effect Three because Liara is in that video. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You, you're just gonna have to watch the trailer because there's a yeah, lot of sure. little like tidbits in terms of like, yeah, you know, the the the, and, the links between, and apparently I hear there's links between. You know the mass, the original trilogy, and the Andromeda, and Andromeda, and, yeah. which would be great because, yeah. like, because like Andromeda technically starts at Andromeda, like the Andromeda Initiative actually happens at the end of Mass Effect Two. Yeah, technically. Yeah. So, so, so technically, it goes one, two, Andromeda three. No, because no. Andromeda, because their their journey, what, how, what, they were two hundred year journey, weren't they? Five hundred. Five hundred. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. So. So the our galaxy is long gone. <laughs> yeah. By the time they wake up. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So basically, yeah, like obviously they just hired a lead. I, I think they hired the lead writer position. So that mm-hmm. makes sense because, Excuse like, me. yeah, the game obviously just started development. Mm-hmm. But Fable, we've been hearing about Fable for years. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And with that news, like Anna McGill has been promoted to narrative lead for Fable. Uh, so. If you've been keeping track of all the developments that uh, at studio, pl- I'm sorry, at the studio Playground Games, you've been ex- you'd probably be excited for the news that Anna McGill is actually who used who is actually a writer for 
popular games like Control and Dishonored has now has now been promoted to the narrative lead for Fable. I'm not sure who the narrative lead was before Fable. I'm not even sure if they didn't have one, like Stoy said. But yeah. but she's it now. I mean, maybe she's it now. maybe they did, and they just this person moved on, and they just got a new one. I don't know. Yeah, right. yeah. Well, Miguel, that's good. Sorry, go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 no. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just gonna say if she helped, I didn't play Control. And I didn't play Dishonored, but I played Dishonored two. Mm-hmm. So if she if she was somehow involved with with helping make Dishonored two, then I can see how Fable is in good hands because I enjoyed Dishonored two. I have a funny uh, feeling she probably wasn't on that because uh, Dishonored two came out when. I don't know. Unfortunately. You know, I don't. Well, I, don't I mean, know. obviously that was like that was the previous generation, so a while. Yeah, ago. I just didn't know if maybe she. She, if she helped with one, she helped with two. But yeah, because she got because according because according to this, she got picked up. She got picked up to become become a become a writer for Fable for the Fable project back in 2020. Um, and she just got and she just got the promotion to narrative to narrative lead. So there. So yeah. Uh, oh my god, Jesus Lord. Yeah, and it took the Twitter to announce the exciting news regarding the promotion, and fans responded with kind with with kind many offerings. Uh, um, congratulations for that. Uh, speaking back on Fable, back when she was first brought onto the team, Anna had this to say: uh, "Fable holds a special place in my heart. It came out the year I started in game dev, and it's the first game I played with a developer's eye. But even so, I wasn't sure this Fable was right for me. I was like, is this going to be just a bunch of medieval fart jokes?" <laughs> <laughs> but the team's but the team's story vision reassured and excited me. It's the perfect fit, and I can't wait to get started. That was that was her quote back when she was brought on to the team and stuff like that. So it's it's, it's kind of hilarious re- reading about that because I remember I remember when um when we saw the reveal for Fable Four, the first thing some of the guys in Boston said, "Oh, guys, more more fart jokes." <laughs> that's hilarious. Well, I mean, that's kind of Fable's thing. I mean, yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. <laughs> All right. So the news about this development uh, update does follow recent concern uh, follows recent concerns raised about the uh, Fable team potentially reiterating uh, the scoping of the of the whole project, with which the team claims there's nothing to worry about and everything is fine. Uh, yeah, like like I said, like a lot of people have been keeping track of what's going on with Fable because Fable is technically one, on one of the most wanted lists for for Xbox games to come out in the future and stuff like that. So people are paying an eye to it, and I, I, I I've been seeing news lately about how there's all these shakeups and all these shuffles, you know, going on with Fable uh, with the Fable team and stuff like that. So I'm hoping they get together. I'm not saying that I'm going to go out of my way to play the next Fable game, you know, but I know um I know you know. There's a there's a demand for for a new and a good Fable game, so definitely best of luck. By the way, Playground Games is currently gearing up for the release of Forza Horizon Five, the Hot Wheels expansion. So, and that's coming out on July nineteenth. So, at least they're doing something right now, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who doesn't uh, love big Hot Wheels cars? I mean, oh yeah, oh yeah, it's, it's those tracks that that, that everybody is all about. Um. So, uh, so. Uh, I'll ask you guys real quick. Are you guys excited for the upcoming release of Fable? I mean, I I'm waiting. I played. <laughs> I played. Story's like I'm waiting. I mean, I'm waiting. Yes, I played <laughs> the the original Fables, and they were they're great. So I'm looking forward to this one. Story's like story's like. Don't you see me over here? No, I know. <laughs> I mean, I, I I it's just like I've I've been waiting this long already. And it's just how long like has it been I, since Fable Three? I mean, three sixty. Like, 
really That's what early. I, thought. I didn't I didn't think there was a, there was an Xbox One game announced, but it never happened. Yeah, because Peter Molyneux kind of was just like effing around. And then I think it just got canceled. It was supposed to be some like top down thing, I forgot. It Strange. like Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, there's, top down there's be, yeah. Co-op, I, I remember everything. that now. Yeah. yeah, and I think they just like scrapped it because like I don't know what was happening, but um, yeah, I mean I've been waiting this long, and it's just like I really hope it gets what it deserves. Yeah, um, for sure. For it was sure. probably one of the most premier. I mean, if not the premier RPG mm-hmm. for Xbox at the time. So yeah. Okay. All right. Well, we can go ahead and move on to our next to our next news topic, uh, which is. This is uh we got a bit of PlayStation news tonight, um, and that is Western Digital's SSDs are now Sony official. And what do I mean by Sony official? I mean that the Western Digital SN850 solid state drive is now a PlayStation branded uh, piece of hardware. So yeah, here we go. Uh, okay, so. <clears throat> Actually, wait, wait. No, Stoy, you have an X. You have a PlayStation. Andre, you do not have a PS Five right now, right? No, I don't. So I like. I like how you started this out with like, okay, <clears throat> here we go. The reason like, why I did like that, we're ready, like we're ready to fight, like cracking. The reason, the reason why, the reason why I did that is because I, I lost my train of thought real quickly. I was, trying, <laughs> I was trying to, I was trying to grab the timestamp. So, right, yes, I have a PS Five. Yes, I think SSDs are too expensive. Although today was Prime Day, so mm-hmm. I think they were selling off a one terabyte. Uh, SSD Wait, hard drive for about like 120 bucks. 109, actually. Yeah, something like that. 109. Yeah. I mean, it was it was like it was pretty cheap, you know. But yeah, yeah. Uh, so Western Digital and Sony are officially partnered up, uh, and to officially offer a licensed solid state drive that is PlayStation branded. Uh, I already said it's the SN850 uh, NVMe solid state drive. Uh. Which you will soon be able to spot on shelves sporting a price tag of one sixty nine ninety nine US dollars for the one terabyte size, as so, well. Hmm? Like two hundred probably for me. Yeah, what's what's the price difference in, in Canada? Okay, if I look up here, one let's go one TV SSD. One hundred and sixty dollars in the loony. <clears throat> um, Amazon right now is a buck thirty. For a one for a one terabyte solid state drive, not bad. So that's the should I look up the one that you said, the SN eight fifty. Yeah, the SN eight fifty. Okay, hang on. Uh, SN eight. Okay, here. So <clears throat> Amazon WD Black solid state one terabyte SN eight fifty and VME internal gaming solid state was. 178 now buck 32 okay okay on, not bad on amazon and that's on new egg as well best buy best buy from 219 to 150 and then the same thing two terabyte was 305 now 227 on amazon okay yeah okay so, uh, so right, yeah that's that's the price difference that's for today, Prime Day. Like, get ready for that price to go back up. <laughs> yeah, like you have today and tomorrow to get it, and then you're paying uh, basically two hundred bucks for a one, and then three hundred five for a two. So yeah, pop on that like a kangaroo. 
Yeah, yeah. So when um, when they actually hit the shelves, like they they they'll be going for one seventy uh, for one terabyte and two eighty for the two terabyte options. Uh, wonderful news though is that now people who are unsure who are unsure what the best what the best most qualified upgrade for their PlayStation storage is like this is it now. Like it's got Sony's actual stamp of approval on mm. stuff like that, um, and also like uh, like like Mark Cerny. Uh, the guy who actually engineered the PlayStation 5, like he even revealed that the SN850 was his internal PS, uh, PS5 SSD of choice and stuff like that. Now, if you are a very savvy shopper, the one terabyte version of the SN850 can be purchased with a heavy discount at major retailers such as Best Buy uh, in the US right now. Like you can find one on the shelves for $150. Uh, but, uh, but weirdly enough, you can purchase the same one, the non-branded one, on Western Digital's official website for one nineteen ninety nine. So the marketing's oh, here's what I know: branding. You're always gonna you're always gonna pay an upcharge. It, it's it's always that. So you know, like one thing I will say: like I work I work in the IT business, and so I do computers and stuff all the time. These SSDs and stuff like that. I can tell you where to find some good prices for it because I got mine on a four terabyte one, and as soon as it drops below four hundred dollars, I'm in there. <laughs> yeah, and for my Canadian people, Western Digital, the same thing that we're talking about, the one terabyte, one thirty nine, Amazon, one thirty two. So there's a little bit of a there's, there's yeah you know yeah, in, in this economy bit. in this economy you want to save however many dollars you, you want to save every little penny. Yep. Yep. And um, the 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 two terabyte memory express, same thing, um, two forty four. Wait, wait, memory express. So that's like a computer store. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. I was, yeah, I, was about, I was about sorry, to say, yeah, yeah. It sounds like your PlayStation is not going to want to accept that one. No, no, sorry. So <laughs> a computer store out here called Memory Express, Western Digital, the same thing that we're talking about, two terabyte, two forty four. New Egg, which I think you shouldn't know about. New Egg, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah, New Egg, same thing, two thirty nine. So again, there is a little bit of a price difference. So, see, for yeah. me, I would think like, I mean, if I want to make it worth it, mm-hmm. I want to buy the two terabyte one. Mm-hmm. I would, yeah, I would for yeah. Sure. Honestly, the two terabyte. In, if if I can be if I can be really candid here, like with the way games, how big games are now, yeah. You, that one terabyte is not going to do you much good after like four months. Yep. It's oh not. God! You, you play gonna, Call of you play Call of Duty. That's one terabyte gone. Easy. Yeah. Well, you know, like besides, look at it. Like the PS Five comes with a one terabyte, one terabyte SSD already. Like a hard, you know, it's, it's hard, it's hardwired onto the onto the board, so like that. But the problem is, over three hundred gigs of it is used for. The actual operating system and everything else is needed for the PlayStation to work, which is mm-hmm. wild when you consider that, you know, like Microsoft Windows for PCs, like only takes up about on a good day, only takes up about 30 gigs of space on a good day. <laughs> yeah. So there's that. So, you know, like just think like, you know, like when um when PS5 came out, like uh, like the guys asked me, like Austin, Nelly and them, they asked me like, hey, Fill up your hard drive and see how many games you can get on it. So I went right to the PlayStation Plus collection, started downloading everything I could. I managed to get I managed to get like four PS4 games on there and a couple of like and a couple of like the PlayStation Store games, like PS Vita games and stuff that you know were compatible with the PS5 and stuff like that. So like 
it fills up fast. So a one terabyte SSD, a one terabyte expansion SSD, like it's it's good if it's all you can get, get it, you know. But think about the two terabyte, you know. That's just that's just some friendly advice. I'm not telling you what to buy. We're not telling you what to buy. Honestly, um, I can't back that up enough. I would get the two terabyte. Um, I have this. I have the saying that I've adopted. Uh, when it comes to expensive things, you how's it? Oh, you buy once. And you cry once, and then and then it's done. That's it. Yeah. Buy it, cry, and then you forget that it was half of your college funds, and then you're good. Because, like you said, games are are stupidly expensive, or sorry, not stupidly expensive, stupidly big, and they're only gonna get bigger. And that's just a base game. You talk about expansions and everything else, like come on, like two terabyte, you're you're solid. Here's here's the thing about it. Here's the thing about it. Like uh, like I was I was flipping out when I saw the Microsoft Flight Simulator was over a hundred and twenty gigabyte download Ooh. for the PC. So just imagine just imagine what is eating up on an Xbox Series X. Yeah. <laughs> just let me, imagine. Let me tell you a game that doesn't eat up a lot of hard drive space. House Flipper. House Flipper. Yeah, I saw it coming. <laughs> I saw that. I saw that from a mile hours, away. Hours of enjoyment. Hours of enjoyment for a tiny fraction of hardware space. Store, you haven't um, you haven't upgraded your uh, PS5 storage yet, have you? No, no, me neither. Because he hasn't yet, because he still has to install some radiators. He's saving up. I'm saving up, man. <laughs> Seventeen more radiators. I'm good to go to get that two terabyte. Let's go. <laughs> so, <laughs> a couple so, cockroaches on the way. Yeah. So, what's uh, what what's your guys' thought on like there being an officially like branded uh SSD for the uh, for the PlayStation? Uh. I think it's going to save quite a few people some some heartache and stuff like that because well, like, Microsoft you know, like, has their own proprietary, you know. Yeah, it's, SSD, yeah. So, I mean, it's it makes like, sense. It's like a it's like a memory card though. Like it just plugs in. Like yeah, it's, it's, it's a like, slot. It's actual spend. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Um, but there's but there's expensive too. It's like two nineteen, isn't it? Yeah, it's pretty expensive. It's basically it, yeah. Shit, you might as well buy an Xbox Series Series S. It's, you're probably yeah, it's probably going to be cheaper to buy like another Xbox. <laughs> yeah. At that point, yeah. All right. Uh, so our next bit of uh, news is actually some gaming news, but I think this is a big one because, like, we're we're announcing an acquisition that you may or may not have already heard about uh, that 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 happened today. Uh, Supermassive Games has been acquired. Uh, for you guys that do not know who Supermassive Games are, they are the people who brought us those wonderful games Until Dawn and The Quarry, as well as the Dark Pictures Anthology and stuff like that. So they've just been inquired. Uh, and super, you know what? I'm in- Supermassive Games that brought you the uh, the famous line, are you going to take her to Bone Town, bro? <laughs> the, the genius Oscar award-winning writing team. <laughs> uh, uh, forgive forgive the show notes guys like there was a there was definitely a, a slip up in there but Nordis games has a has acquired developer supermassive games which is the uk uh, based game developer best known for those titles that i just pointed out you mean uh, you don't Nord- want to talk about all this persona stuff that's underneath the news article i was wondering <laughs> if you were gonna i was that. like i was like is he gonna say anything about the persona? that was that was that was two weeks ago and you know i'm fast like that so i was able to pull up the actual article <laughs> that I wrote this morning. And, but and if get anyone on doesn't know, the Persona series is... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Start going off about that. Uh, no. So question, guys. Are you a fan of the Persona series? And Are you, are you planning, planning on, on playing Persona 5 Rose? 
Okay. <laughs> after after previously uh, taking a thirty point seven percent stake in in the company last year, Nordisk has now gone gone with the whole cow and committed to one hundred percent for uh for supermassive games. Uh, this is all being done to increase our in their quote to increase our support team and most importantly continue the great working relationship they have with. Supermassive. Uh, news of the acquisition was shared in a release on Supermassive's website as of, uh, earlier today. Um, and in some in, in some quick words about it, uh, Supermassive Games CEO Pete Samuels had this to say: "It's been a, it's been a little over a year since Nordisk Games made an initial investment in Supermassive Games. Are in our vision of the future, we have an exciting and ambitious growth strategy for Supermassive Games, and Nordisk Games ownership only enhances that." Uh, I'm hugely excited about where the security offered by this partnership and continued access to expertise within Nordisk Games will take us. Uh, uh, Supermassive was founded in 2008 uh, and currently employs over 200 people based in Guildford, UK. and is joining the likes of just uh, joining the likes of other teams that are also part of the umbrella uh, with uh, Avalanche Studios, who's best known for Just Cause, as well as Mercury Steam, who you know if you're if you've been anywhere this last year, you know Metroid Dread. They're they're those guys. Great game. Uh, an official price point for the buyout hasn't been shared, and and we we may never know. You know that's how these things go. Um, while many still feel Supermassive Games has never managed to hit the same the same heights they did with Until Dawn on the PS4 uh, when it released in 2015, uh, the Dark Pictures anthology has proven to be a strong series for the for the studio, which has only gotten better with each new entry in the series, as well as we are getting ready for the next entry, which is The Devil in Me, set uh, set to come out. Uh, it's set to come out later this year. I don't have yeah, these guys are it. hammering out these titles. It's almost like two a year at yeah. this point. The Devil, like in they me just keep turning them out. It does, but these games, these games all have a these games all have a theme. Wait, um, is the Devil and Me the game like um, the game style, like the um, uh, Corey and all that, and um, uh, Until Dawn? No, well, actually, uh, actually, kind of, kind of. Yeah. These games, is, these games, uh, these games all had the same n- narrative style. Uh, is the, the sorry, is the Corey and Until Dawn the same style? Because I haven't played the Corey yet. Yeah, as a matter of fact, the Quarry and Until Dawn are the are the same style, and um, oh, okay, and, okay, okay. and the Dark Pictures games, thinking Man and Madon. Um, what's the? I can't remember the other two games. God, like I feel like we talk about them almost every House, week. House of Ashes. House of Ashes. One. That's another one. Yeah. Um, and crap, I can't remember. So Devil in Me is the fourth one. I think there's. I think this is set for. Hmm. If it's not five games, I think it's seven games. But mm. they've got this. They've got this sweetheart deal worked out with Bandai Namco, who's the publisher of all these games and stuff like that. And like I said, the games has gotten progressively better as each new entry has come out. The Man of Dawn was kind of slow, but but definitely uh, House of House of Ashes. Uh, I've, I've heard that a was, lot of good things. Uh, House of Ashes was the third one, and I forget. I think yeah. uh, what was the second one called? Because they were like in a town. Oh, uh, let me let me let me look it up. Let yeah. me look it up. <laughs> uh, we've. Dark Pictures Anthology. All right, so in the house, uh, we've got. Come on, we can be. I know. Okay, I, so I, I know the Man of Madon. I'm gonna be. Yep, the Man of Madon came out in 2019. Little Hope came out in 2020. Little Hope, damn it. House of Ashes came out in 2021, and The Devil in Me is the next one set to come out, uh, which comes out later this year. Uh, let's see. Supermassive filed trademarks for six potential future good games, entries. Good games, good titles. Five featured the standard 
of the standard the dark pictures branding subtitled the craven man directive 8020 intercession winterfold and switchback it looks like they're gonna keep this thing going these guys we might be seeing we might be seeing the makings of like uh like like uh like not quantic dream is that got, david cage's studio i gotta say I, I i gotta say these guys have a plan like they do and they, do. they they got it all sorted out they got it all mapped out and they just they're just hitting the ground running this is this is what it means to have like a well-organized kind of structure and well-organized like vision and focus. Yeah. That's and probably, that's probably why like Nordis just jumped on it. They're like, look, like, look, we got the money. You want it? Yeah. <laughs> and we got, and I, I know you guys are working on games for the next couple years, mm-hmm. you know, that are going to be coming out pretty quickly because they're just, you know, they're just hammering them out and they got a good plan. So yeah, yeah. it makes it very attractive for anybody to come in and just be like, Hey, we'll buy you and we'll support you. And you know, they know what I they're mean, doing, so they, it's not like they have to like intervene. Yeah, I mean, you know, like, and you know, like they definitely like are surrounded by some pretty, some other pretty competent teams too, because like Avalanche Studios with Just Cause and Mercury Steam with uh, Castlevania, uh, what House of uh, what uh, Lord of Shadows and uh, Metroid Dread, of course. Uh, which uh, which is funny because I know Ed was like, um, Ed was like, Nintendo needs to buy Mercury Steam. Uh, apparently, they can't buy Mercury Steam. <laughs> nope. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, uh, so, um, so guys, what do you, what were your overall impressions about the, uh, the news of massive, uh, super massive games acquisition? Uh, good, good thing I'm thinking, right? That's the new trend nowadays. Just acquisitions yeah. after acquisitions. I really hope seems- that these developers can at least maintain some sort of autonomy, but we won't know that for another few years. Yep. So yeah. It does yeah. seem lately that a lot of, um, a lot of, uh, things are being bought in the gaming industry and i don't exactly fully know what super massive games is but i can say that um there have been a lot of deals being made in the gaming industry and i'm just hoping they all come through clean yeah uh yeah crap I lost my train of thought there for a second there. Uh, Nordisk Games, uh, that's that's who acquired them. Uh, a, a, friend, a friend of mine in chat was asking the question about that. Um, which of uh, how how uh, how familiar are with these games are you? Did you? Have you guys played any of the games? Because I played Man of Madon. I played yeah. Man of Madon. I played Until Dawn. Um, and I also I and played I'm that cur- one. And I'm currently one. playing the Quarry. How um, is that good? The quarry is good, but it, it this it, guy this guy played the quarry and he all he wanted to talk about was Monster Hunter the whole time. I played the quarry a couple of weeks ago. You're still playing <laughs> like it. You could have still talked about it. <laughs> I'm not playing it. I, I haven't made any progress since last time I played. Bro, it. you I guarantee you, I'm going to be talking about House Flipper next week. <laughs> Maybe I will talk about the quarry next week. Cool. <laughs> uh, uh, if, which which of these games like are, are are your favorite though? Like, which are the ones that they that Supermassive have done over, over the over the past few years? Because um, uh, I, I think I, I got to give a special shout out to hmm? the worst thing Supermassive put out, which was a, a VR game called Bravo Team, and the they released the game broken as hell. Like it was What's broken. Bravo. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. It, I might have it. Sounds, it was supposed game. to be this really good, like tactical shooter. Like, you know, using the PlayStation V the oh. VR aim controller. I have a story about that game. 
Yeah. So this game came out like <laughs> utter trash. Like there's par- parts of the game where the game breaks and you can't advance. Like you'd almost have to like start the game over again. And like when you think like, oh, they'll just update this. Supermassive comes out and says, nah, no, nah, we're not going to do that. And they just abandoned it. Like they just left it out to die on a curb somewhere. Like, it's almost like it's almost like they want you to forget that they forgot about it. Yeah, because yeah, I, I, I think like Sony like probably shopped out to like a lot of their developers like, hey, do you want to make a VR game? Because Supermassive made the Until Dawn uh, uh, Rush of Blood or something like that, which was a really good, really good VR game. Because mm. it's like a it, I mean, you're on a, you're on like kind of like a roller coaster of like horror. And it was like really oh, good. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, in they were like, oh, man, if they continue on with this quality, like, Bravo Team's going to be awesome, and it would just trash. I mean, from the demo that I play, I, again, I have a story about that game, but from what I played, it was okay. But, I mean. It was not good. I only played the, uh, um, so it was at, um, it was at a, a fan expo. Um, I'm not sure if you guys know what that is. It's basically like a Vancouver version of Comic-Con. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, uh, one year I was walking by the PlayStation booth and I think that game like just, or was coming out or just dropped and they had like a demo of it. And, uh, you basically sit down and you get all the gear on, you get like the gun and you're like going and it's the mission where you got to get to the other side of the bridge. If you know what that one is. Yeah. I never, yeah. I never, I never played it. I vaguely okay. remember. I, 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 I'm not, I, I'm not, I'm not big in VR. About. It was basically like. You and your guy were pinned down, and your evac was on the other side of the bridge, and you had to, like, kill, like, all the terrorists along, and then evac. Monster of sort. Um, it was me, and on my right was just some, like, random, like, dude. And what I didn't realize was when I was playing it, I was doing, like, like I survived the whole way. He died, so I, I had to save him, kill everyone, and then make it to the evac, and I did that. But when I took off the headset, I actually had, like, an audience around me because right behind me was a giant TV that you could see everything. So everyone was watching me play. When I took off the headset, everyone, like, I had, like, a giant audience around me. And I took off the headset and, like, they're all like, woo, good job and stuff. And I actually had some of the players and people come up and be like, hey, can we take a picture of you, like, playing the game? And I was like, yeah, go ahead. But I didn't know I was doing so good. Long story short, from the demo I played, it was pretty fun. But after the demo and it came out, I didn't hear like nothing about the game. So I guess that kind of like backpacks off what you said, Stoy. Yeah, I mean it's uh, yeah, it's it, it wasn't good. Fair, but uh, my favorite, I guess, super massive game probably has to be um, Until Dawn. Only <clears throat> sorry, not forty-five only because... on Metacritic. Forty-five. Wow. Wow, Jesus! Wait, the um, uh, the VR game? Yeah. Mm. Ouch, ouch. Um, Until Dawn was also a. I was a little biased because I do. I um. How can I explain this? I thoroughly enjoyed the Legend of what was the creature in that game? I can't remember. Um. Uh, Until Dawn. Yeah. Uh, shit. What I was, don't remember. Yeah, I know. What was? Oh, hang on. What was the creature in Oof. Until Dawn? Monster in... 21 negative reviews. The Wendigo. Wendigos. Yeah. yeah. Why why can I remember that? Why can I I remember that? Uh, Yeah, I'm like a sucker for that, so... To me, honestly, Until Dawn is their best work. 
Yeah, true. I mean, true. The, I like definitely give props to the other games. I mean, I haven't played, I haven't played the quarry or anything like that. But um, the quarry is good. the quarry is good. But the problem is the quarry gets off on such a slow start. Yeah, yeah, it, it has a really slow start. And then you know, I'm not even one of those people that I just need like to, the game to like to like grab me and like drag me down the street like immediately and stuff like that. But I feel like I feel like for the amount of time I played at the beginning, I was like, man, like I've been playing this for three hours. Like when's shit gonna pop off? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was, was kind of like that know, way with a uh, little hope too, because like little hope kind of starts out a little bit slow, and then it starts getting, it, it gets interesting, kind of by by the halfway point. But yeah, I think those games are kind of a little bit slower start. Yeah, yeah. Like I, if they can, if they can get their pacing in the well, I don't want to, I don't want to screw them up and say if they get their their pacing better in the beginning, then the game will flow better. Because of course, you know, like some people, are like oh, we need to pick up the pace in the beginning, and then they make a slow ass game at the end, you know. It's like, uh, yeah, like until I, I say until dawn. Also for me, but I, I am enjoying what I've done, what I've seen with the quarry. If not for the for the for the part, like man, the the uh, the voice acting talent in that game in the quarry is amazing. Like they've got, I they've heard, got like, yeah, they've got I've like a, good. they've gotten like an A and B list of Hollywood, you know, like in this game, you know. So there's that. Uh, we, we can go ahead and move on to our final news topic for the night now, which is all about Final Fantasy, particularly Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. Uh, so in our in PlayStation news for tonight, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth is not coming to PS4. Good. And I, I, I know I, yeah. I I know I was, Story saw that today and he was already doing backflips you know and good. cartwheels in the yard and stuff. Yeah. Um yeah. During an interview with Japanese publication uh, Gamer, uh Final Fantasy Seven Rebirth uh, producer Yoshinori Kitase cl- uh claimed several factors were involved in deciding in deciding <clears throat> not to release the game for PS4. Uh uh, it's exclusive to PlayStation 5 because of the graphical quality, of course, as well as the SSD speed. Uh, since the adventure unfolds in a vast world uh, after the escape from Midgar, uh, load stress is the extreme bottle is an extreme bottleneck for the game. Uh, we felt we needed the specifications of the PS5 to overcome the, that that and travel the world comfortably. I honestly don't. But, think... you know, all they had to say is like the PlayStation 5 is the new system we're gonna make games on the new system you don't have to give a reason like you don't have to say we want to take advantage of the hardware playstation 4 that's last gen yes you yes you do because there's always going to be but what about there's always going to be what about what it doesn't matter that's a false flag (laughs) argument to say well what about this what about that you know what about oh you know you don't see people like saying well we utilize the playstation 4 no one was saying we're utilizing the PlayStation 4 hardware because the PlayStation 3 hardware doesn't provide the quality. No, no one said that. Why should we be saying that now? Yeah, I I, I honestly don't think there should be any question why. No, we're making it for forward, the PS5. That's it. Bam. Yeah, End like, of story. There should be no question why moving forward. Like, to even think that the PS4 could 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 properly, graphically succeedingly play that game is a little insane i will like, i will say this i don't see them making much more graphical strides on the final fantasy 7 remake project without completely alienating the game if that makes you know like if if well, final they, they, Fan- they would have to change the engine completely exactly I mean, if, yeah. if 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 disc three of final fantasy 7 you know looks nothing like disc one people are going to have a problem yeah easily <laughs> And it's going. And it's not even going to be. It's not even going to be a problem of like you know. It's, it's more like it's going to take them out of the game if that makes sense. 
you know, uh, because like you do this with sequels, you don't do this with the same entries in the same game, you know, uh, you know, like, yeah, like, and, um, and before people like come at me and say, well, Kingdom Hearts did it. Yeah. Kingdom Hearts skipped a whole damn console generation. Tommy. <laughs> Shit. Is your you real name Tommy? No. <laughs> no. Where did Tommy just, come from? I just, I just used a random name because like there's somebody. I usually, here. I usually use the name Timmy. So. Yeah, I didn't want. I didn't use. I didn't want to use Timmy today. I feel like well, I Billy well, and Timmy Chad. Enough. What's the reason why <laughs> Fable skipped the Xbox One generation? Hmm? Yeah, yeah, like I'm not how gonna come have... we never got Metroid on the Wii U. Hmm? Shit, how come we never got Metroid on the Nintendo 64? That's the main reason why I never bought that system. There's no Metroid. Shit, game. why haven't we got a Metroid in a while? And I'm looking at you, Timmy. All right, stop fucking around, okay? Why haven't we gotten F Zero on the Wii and the Wii U and the Nintendo Switch yet? <laughs> Why haven't we gotten Monster? No, I'm just kidding. I'm not gonna start talking about Monster Hunter. Please don't. <laughs> don't. You guys have a quota. <laughs> I've issued a quota. <laughs> but yeah, um, there should be no discussion. Final Fantasy should not be on, especially the new one. Should not be on the PS4. I'm sorry. New system. Let this one kind of slowly die out. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. Besides, besides you have until you, besides you have until winter of next year to get prepared for this game. Like it's not like this game is coming out next week. You know, get a paper when, route, save up money, buy a PS5. Yeah, get a scalper bot. Get what you got to do. <laughs> yeah, do what you got to do. Take your mom's credit card, buy it, then move out. It's simple. Don't follow yeah. that advice, please. Yeah, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, when it was revealed last month, gave gamers their first taste of events to come in Part 2 of the planned Final Fantasy VII Remake trilogy. Uh, as we, as as most of us know, the SSD for the PS5 was highlighted as Sony's headline feature for, for next-gen, even before the system launched. Uh, Mark Cerny called the storage drive a true game-changer, which would affect not just loading times, but fundamentally change how game how game developers built their game worlds for PS5 games. Uh, and and they don't have to, when they don't have to release rely on the, the the hard drives of older systems and stuff like that you know such as the ps4 and things like that uh while both the xbox series x and s also use ssd storage final fantasy 7 remake has yet to have a release for microsoft's consoles uh more likely due to an exclusivity deal you know Which going on sense, between yeah. between sony i'm gonna be honest with you um if final fantasy if the final fantasy 7 remake project does come out on xbox it will probably be by the time the third part of the trilogy hits, you know, I just feel like, I just feel like at this point, like, you know, like if they didn't put it on the Xbox right when they released it on PC, mm. it's not coming. Are we, are we getting like a one, two, three, four? Like, are, are we getting four games or do you guys think it's just going to be like, no, they've it's already, they, they've it's, already it's, said it's three. three. Yeah. It's three. Oh, it's three. basically. Oh, okay. okay. So the original Final Fantasy seven was on three discs on the PS one. And that's kind of, and that's what they're going with. That's what yeah. well, that's what they're trying to go with. You know, they could okay, probably okay. they could possibly pull a Harry Potter or or or, or Hunger Games though and get, get an extra. No, I want to say they've officially announced it because in the Square Enix conference this summer they said we're keeping it at three, and they they just haven't announced the name of the third one yet. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I tend uh, to believe and, them. And it would be kind of shitty to, for them to kind of turn back on it. And by the way, the Crisis Core game is 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 a separate project, even though it is a so prequel to Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, yeah. Um, right now, you can play Final Fantasy VII Remake on PS4 and PS5 through backwards compatibility, uh, while Final Fantasy VII Remake Integrate is available for PS5 and PC. All right, so there it is. Uh, guys, are you excited for a Rebirth? 
Are you excited to continue the, the, the adventures of Cloud, uh, Tifa, uh, Barrett, and Aerith? Yeah. We're going to see Sid Highwind. Vincent's going to make a comeback. We're going to get Red 13 in the mix. Yuffie will join the party. Everybody's coming. Yeah. I right. never played the original. You don't I... have to. You don't have to. No, that's, no. That's but but part. I know that some people would argue that. That's it's... completely fine. I jumped into the remake with a very open mind. And I was like, I know who Cloud is. I know who Sephiroth is. They both have giant swords. I enjoy swords. So I jumped into the game. Um, again, open-minded. And it was... Re, uh, what's the best way to express this? I was... It was nice to not go in biased. Because I wasn't going to go in and be like, oh, this is not right. His hair is not pointy enough, right? I was just like, I've never played this. I've heard of it. It sounds fun. So, after beating said game, I was very happy very pleased and i am looking forward to eventually continuing the journey of um said company see that's the thing i wonder if like almost like because they're changing the story i've heard i've heard it's nothing like the og one i mean it 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 it, kind of is is. yeah Yeah, it walks the line like there it's almost like we're getting the director's cut for final fantasy 7 i almost think Mm. like we're getting like a kind of like it's almost like a retconning so to speak where they're just like we understand there is an original story, but we're going to change it. Mm-hmm. And the, you know, the, the you game know, itself, the game itself is very self-aware in that it's almost like you know, it, it's like fourth wall breaking, where it's like this is what happens. But now that they're aware of what happens, they could have a possibility of changing it. So there, yeah. there could be some key story elements that are yeah. going to be completely different that'll probably divide the fan base. You know, there are some there were some new battles in Final Fantasy VII Remake alone that I was like, yeah, I played I played the hell out of Final Fantasy VII on PS One, and I don't remember this shit. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was even like um, a big one was uh, when, excuse me, when those three um, Jesse. They uh, have a much yeah they have a much bigger they have a much bigger role in this game than they did in the original game because which the I heard. That, okay, so so where I'm going, think. In the original game, I heard all three of them die, but in this game, only one of them dies. And I think it's just I could be wrong. I think it's Jesse. Yes. The girl? Spoiler yeah. alert, if anyone has not played it, I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. like so so that was a huge thing for people. Yeah, they have a they have a much bigger role in this game than they than they did in the in the in the original. Uh that that I can say for sure. Like there's so there's so much there's so much side content and they're definitely honestly, they're you know Thinking back on it now, like they're giving so much, they're they're giving the game had some pretty deep lore way back in the PS One days, but they're adding so much on top of this, and I think it's only because, like you know, because we have Final Fantasy Advent Children, which was the which was the movie that like ended the whole thing, mm-hmm. you know, and of course they also had the the Final Fantasy Seven Project game, which is like Dirge Cerberus, of course Crisis Core, and there was one other game. I can't remember what it is. Dirge Cerberus put a bad taste in my mouth that I was done with <laughs> Final Fantasy Seven stuff at that point, you know. Um, yeah, but, uh, I, I will say this and then we can, we can move on to, uh, to, we have, a, we have a question tonight. I'll say this about Final Fantasy seven. When this remake project was announced, I almost tried to do what I did with mass effect, which was, I would just, you know, like 
I will wait and then play all three, you know, when it's all out in one collection because, like, I really enjoyed Mass Effect that way. But at the same time, mm-hmm. I didn't have an Xbox 360. So, you know, I had to wait, you know. I had to wait or I had to go buy an Xbox 360. So it was one of those situations. And I almost considered doing this with Final Fantasy VII. But then I realized, I was like, you know, we live in a day and age now where, like, you know, it took them it took them nine years to come out with Kingdom Hearts 3. I was like, no, <laughs> I couldn't do it. <laughs> I was like, I need to play these games while I can because like Square could like go bankrupt and we would never get the final game. So, or, you know, so I, I went that route. So, yeah, I was really happy that I did get Final Fantasy VII Remake. Um, uh, so well, I'm going to ask the big question and then we'll move on. What are your thoughts about the game not releasing for PS4? <laughs> I've already Good. said my thought. So. <laughs> Story's like yes, <laughs> yes. Another well, I mean, win for next. Another yeah. win for next gen. <laughs> no, no. Another win for the current gen. We are in the current gen. PS5 we are, yeah, and the we Series are. X. We are. It's the current gen. PS4, Xbox One. That's last gen. And you've heard me say this before. If you don't have a new system right now, that's your fault. That is your fault. Yes, you may. Yeah, have- Timmy. I'm looking yeah. at you. Yeah, Chad. You're sitting here complaining. I still don't have a PS5 yet. That is you st- willingly yeah. not Your hunting store- for it. Stop drinking monsters, punching drywall, and going to the gym, Chad. Get a PS5 at some point. Get a PS5. I, have, I think Story just came up with a chapter with the title for his next article. Chad. <laughs> if you don't have a PS5, that's your damn fault. Your, it's your fault. <laughs> All right, guys, we have a we have a question from the audience tonight. Uh, so let's go ahead and field that now so we can get to our big topic, which uh, are you guys ready for the big topic? I hope you are. I kind of I kind of like I'm I still like... honestly, I'm still thinking I'm like, I there's so many I could pick, but I'm like, I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> All right. So uh, so uh, so this question tonight comes from our one and only Corey Derrick. Uh, you know him as the Boss Rush Network guy. Uh, he's also my partner on Boss Rush uh, on Boss Rush podcast. As you well also as know Dark. him. As, you also know him as Corey. Yeah, yeah. I said that right. Yeah, I, I just said his name right. Okay, I was I, just joking. You may also okay. know him as uh, just Corey. <laughs> All right. So Corey's question. Sort of <laughs> so Corey's question uh, is, guys, what do you think of the of, about the PlayStation 5's exclusive lineup at this moment? So this okay. This is a great question because this was one of the reasons I didn't enjoy my PS5 as much because I feel when the PS5 came out, it was a huge thing. PS5, holy shit. If you had one, you were basically the cool kid on the playground. I got one when I was in the midst of making my PC. I just found that when they came out of the gate, they didn't have a lot lined up and it really really hurt them now i i i can't speak but out the gate off the rip it was not a lot to look forward to and i think that put a bad taste in my mouth because Mm -hmm. it was all the good shit was coming out like at the end of the year next year and it's like well you guys basically dropped the the hottest system of the year, like basically, but didn't give it floaties to float on the water. It's like, yeah, I just don't understand the timeline you had. So the current lineup, like if I was to buy a PS5 again, I'd honestly probably get like horizon and then call it. 
Like, I don't know what is really out there for PS5 at the moment. Like, we have God of War coming. We have, like, we have a lot of games that have been, like, ups- upscaled to the PS5. But PS5 exclusive games, I just don't really know, like, what's out there. We've got we've got Ratchet and Clank. I played uh, that and I beat it. It was great. I loved it. Uh, we have, uh, shoot. I mean, Miles Morales. Yeah. Spider-Man Miles. Oh, yeah, true. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You yeah, got Horizon Grand, Forbidden West. Gran Turismo. Ghostwire Tokyo. Ghostwire Tokyo. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know. Like, I guess I could say Ghost of Tsushima Director's Cut. You know, they kind of, they kind of, they, 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 yeah. they kind of went sneaky Sifu? on that one. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, Sifu. Sifu. Okay, so. Yes. Yeah, Sifu is currently an exclusive. Yeah. Okay, so now of those games, when the PS5 first dropped, how many of those were out, though? Uh, Miles Morales. Miles Morales, a Demon's Souls remake. Um, then, oh, yeah, that's the other one, yeah. And then... Ratchet and Clank, so three. Uh, Ratchet and Clank came out. Ratchet and Clank came out. Uh, shit. Okay, PlayStation Five came out in these. Uh, PlayStation Five came out in November. Ratchet yeah. and Clank came out my birthday, June the next year, of that. Oh, okay. So sorry. And, and then Miles Morales wasn't even. Miles like, Morales was called... Miles Morales was a launch title. Yeah, but wasn't it not like a full game? I. I... I've only heard. It was, a, it, was a, it was a full game. It was okay. 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 I mean, I, I mean, I mean, you know, like you I know, thought like, it was yeah, a full there, game. I mean, yeah, there there are people well, like out fifteen there beating, hours. There are people out there beating in like six hours and stuff, you know. Because okay. Some okay, people so. are just like like the rest of their games and stuff, but you know, yeah. But you know, yeah. we, we could have a conversation on like what makes a game a complete game. You know, like is True. it is it is yeah. it gameplay? Because like some some games are complete and you beat them in two and a half hours. That's a game. Yeah. Exactly. I don't care how long yeah. a game is. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Just because your game is like 60, 70, 80 hours doesn't mean it's any better than a game that's two hours long. Yeah, no. exactly. Yeah, that's what I feel. Too. That's a whole nother yeah. topic we can get into. But. So so going back to my point, when the PS5 first dropped, there was not a lot out. And I mm-hmm. think that really hurt it and hurt my interest in keeping it. Do I regret it? Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes I'd like to step away from my computer go downstairs, maybe just uh, and play that. But again, it's like, what is really, really out there that's like eye-catching? So to answer your question, Corey, um, what, hang on, what was the question again? I uh, too far now. What, what do you think about the PlayStation 5's exclusive lineup at this moment? At the moment, I think it's a lot better than what it was. And I think this should have been more towards the start. Like maybe, so if it dropped in November, I'm thinking like, February, March, April-ish. We should yeah. have started seeing a lot more. So right now, great, but I think it should have moved back like months. Yeah, because so. now because now we have now we have like some 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 bangers like freaking Returnal, you know. Yeah, um, now we have some hitters, right? So Yeah. But look how long it's taken for the hitters to come. So mm-hmm. so that so my question is great right now, awesome, chef's kiss, little late to the punch. I mean, they're doing better than Xbox, the series. Uh, Next, I mean, admittedly, like they got a couple, they got a couple decent ones, but not with this list that you know, um, PlayStation has. Which and, actually yeah. surprised me because I thought Xbox like came out the gate hard and they had titles lined up. So I could be wrong. They but- came out hard with the investments. They came out hard with the pocketbook. But they still have yet to see a return on all that investment quite yet. Yeah. So, oh. Yeah, like, okay, it's been okay. it's been a it's been a slow it's been a slow trickle since like you know because I mean because let's put it this way like they 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 previewed Halo before the Xbox 
was coming out, and yeah. people immediately trashed it because like it looked, it looked like a PS3 game. Yeah, that's that's one of the that's one of the direct comments that was found on the on the web about the game. Like it looked like a PS3 game. Like, so so, I'm I'm looking at this exclusive list, and now that I think about it, there's not a lot of PlayStation Five exclusive exclusive titles. Like, are, you about, are you talking about right now or back yeah. back when it launched? Like, because like a lot of those games that we talked about, they all they're all on PlayStation Four. Yeah, so, Returnal, Demon Souls, those are like PS uh, Ratchet and Clank. Those are like PS Five exclusive titles. Like, mm-hmm. that's it. That's the only place you can play those games. But everything else, pretty much, is yeah. Like, yeah, it's PS4, all in PlayStation PS4 Four. PS Four is stunting. PS Four is stunting. Like, like PlayStation 5's like life cycle. Like, I mean, we've got The Last of Us Part One coming out, which is for the PS Five. Like, you know, we now know that Final Fantasy Seven Rebirth is going to be PS Five only. Uh, Forspoken, whenever that game comes out. Mm-hmm. PS5. Actually, I, I think Ghostwire Tokyo was a PS5 exclusive. Yeah, that's it. Ghostwire Tokyo is P, uh, PS5 and PC. Yep. Yeah, and by the yep. way, we don't count PC titles as as, as ruining somebody's exclusivity. We don't. Yeah, yeah. Um, because uh, Ragnarok will be on PS4 as well, so it's not technically exclusive. Uh, Spider Man Two, when that comes out, is supposed to be PS5 only. Uh, Wolverine will be PS5 only. Uh, Kotor remake will be PS5. You know. Um, oh God. Yeah. See, and and this is where this is where I think Microsoft has the edge because they said, question the beginning. They, they said the beginning of this year that every game that they're going to be making from here on out, every game that will be released will be Series X exclusive. So they are committed to now basically developing games for this current generation. Well, they, they haven't they haven't really made any new games for Xbox One though, have they? Uh, I feel like. I mean. I mean. I mean, there's new games coming out, but Microsoft themselves, I don't think they've made an actual Xbox One game, you know? I mean, over Have the last they? couple... Uh, yeah, I mean, over the last couple of months, I, I want to say some Forza? of them come out. Wait, yeah. No, wait yeah, Forza? Forza? Yeah, Forza. Okay, okay, okay. I, I, I may be wrong, I'm sorry. You know. well, that's, well, that's what I said this year. They basically said everything else that you're going to see that's coming out is Series X. And uh, Andre has his hand uh, raised yeah, in the he back had a question. there, so... Uh, uh, and, he zoomed his, and he zoomed his camera in so we could see... <laughs> <laughs> uh my question was when you mentioned the kotor remake i can't remember is it going to be pc as well right now it only says playstation but i have a funny feeling it will be pc I'm, uh google the kotor kotor remake for pc will likely be, be alongside the ps5 version at launch however the game is still in early likely so i don't believe that so the release date ps5 People speculating. Probably won't be until twenty three. Here's what I've here's what I've seen in practice so far. A game Um, comes a game comes out on PS five, and then it comes out six to eight months later on PC. I have a a bit of a an itch to to scratch after reading that hardcore Star Wars fan. I played Kotor one and two on Xbox. And then I can play it on Steam and the iPad now. Why is the remake coming to PlayStation? Sony threw money. That's all. That's the only thing I can think of. Sony threw money. Yeah. It's just weird because it's just. Well, let's think about like, this. Let's, like, let's think. Well, for some hold, reason, on, hold on. I never, I let's, never clued in until now. Let's Sorry, think about. Let's think about this. Kotor never yeah. came out on a PlayStation system. The original Knights of the Old Republic never came out on a PlayStation system. Yeah. So I think. So I think now it's coming around full circle because, like, most people who've owned an Xbox and had a PC have been able to play Knights of the Old Republic. 
But, you know, mm-hmm. now we've got a new experience out there. And, you know, like I, I do feel bad for the people who want to re-experience this, you know, on day one and stuff like that. Shit. All I will say is get a PlayStation. And, yeah, we're not just a PlayStation uh, podcast anymore. So I can say that now and not, and you know, not be facetious, you know. Uh, if but, it is only PS5. No, I it's, it's a limited exclusive. I low-key might buy one just to play that game. It's a, lim- it's a limited exclusive. It's a limited exclusive, but I also don't think that this game, given that it had, given that it had PS5 exclusivity, I don't see this game being a Game Pass day one. You know when it does when it does finally hit Xbox systems, I don't see it being like that. No, and it's just it's so strange how it's a uh, going to be exclusive. Oh oh PS. oh wait wait you know what I just realized something though like Disney Disney owns all the Star Wars stuff though, and Disney seems right now to have a better relationship with Sony than they do with Microsoft. I just, I just realized that. Yeah, that's true. I just realized that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. It just, it, it, it dawned on me because as I was reading that, I was like, "Hang on, I've only ever played it on Xbox, so why all of a sudden is it just jumping over the bridge?" So. Yeah. Um. All right. Uh. Shoot. Um. Any Any final thoughts here? Actually, wait. Stoy, wait. Story, did you really give me input to like, to this question? I'm sorry. No, I don't think I don't think you did. I mean, I I I piggybacked off of everybody. Okay. So, okay. I mean I, um, I put in my two cents. I've Okay, as a as a as a in the wool PlayStation gamer here, even though like I'm part of PC Master Race, as a Dine the Wool PlayStation gamer, I think right now, like the exclusive lineup for PlayStation right now, like it's good, but it could be stronger. You know, like, yeah, it's got some good stuff. And like I said, like I said earlier on conversation, the PS4 is getting into PlayStation 5's way, you know, uh, which Sony originally had a plan before before the pandemic happened that they were going to phase the PS4 out quick as shit. Like, I mean, well, I mean before like, the chip shortage, I would, yeah, I would say that was probably, shortage, yeah. that was probably gonna, their biggest block. Yeah, because uh, because like because not um because. I can't remember who went on record. It wasn't it wasn't what's his name. Uh, the big the big wig at Sony. Um, it wasn't him. I think it was Sony Japan. They were saying that they realized the PS3 ate up so much of the PS4's life cycle that they did, that they did not want to repeat that with the PS5 in the PS4. So, uh, so that was a big thing. And they were and like they had already delisted the PlayStation 4 Pro in Japan. Like the the PS5 came out, and two months later, it was hard to find a PS4 Pro in Japan, brand new on the shelf. Damn. Yeah, like they, yeah, they, yeah. Sony was Sony it's, was. I mean, it's the down same. Production. It's the same now. Like, I mean, how? When was the last time you walked into like a Target or a Walmart and saw a PS4? I don't think any, but here's the thing about: it, I don't think anyone's caring anymore. I think I think that's what's yeah. balancing out. I don't think anyone's yeah. caring anymore. Like people, people are walking past there. I mean, I have a PS5, and I'm still walking past like all these electronic sections, looking to see if they have any on the shelves. You know, it's just it's just out of curiosity. You know, I I, I like seeing when the stuff is on the shelf, even though I already have it. You know. Well, I'm t- yeah, I'm talking about PlayStation Fours. Like you don't see them. Yeah, you, know. you don't see them. Sh- yeah. Hell, I don't see base PS Fours. Nothing. Yeah, that's true. Actually, yeah. Yeah, I don't see the PS Four Slim anymore. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, like I feel like nobody's buying them, which is what which blo- which boggles my brain that you know, like there's they still have SKUs for them. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, like, I feel like, I feel like actually this, this year coming up. So right now between July, 2022 and July, 2023, that's when we're going to see like some, some momentum, you know? Um, yeah, I like, like to, to piggyback off what I said, the end of this year, next year, 2024, like 
if you are someone who who is like exclusive this exclusive that you better start saving up because like it's coming hot like hot mm-hmm. it's gonna be yeah. it's gonna be like game 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 break for like a month or two game 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 and it's gonna be banger 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 and it's gonna be like frightening because it, it's because the the price of games is going up and the amount of games coming out chaos chaos yeah. Yeah, for real. Time to get a second job. No you're shit. Not, and you're not even going to have time no. to play video games because you could be working your ass off all the time. No shit, man. At that point, you're going to need a second job. Start freaking paper route. All right, Timmy, get on it. Or get two or, partners. Get two partners. Or invest in an Xbox Game Pass. It seems like damn near everything that comes to the Xbox is damn near on Game Pass anyway. Yeah, well, day all their, one. All their, all, their first, all their first party titles are, you know. Yeah, all their first party titles and a, and a, and a nice chunk of third party. Yeah, that too. So yeah. <clears throat> Where else can you find bangers like House Flipper? I mean, you can. <laughs> I mean, Game Pass. I have one. House I have Flipper, one it, that it sells itself. I have one that can compete. No, yeah. I don't even want to hear it. We want to hear what it. What is it? No, I don't want to hear. Thank you. Not even. Thank you. Get out of here. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> All right, power. Thank power you. And guess and Flipper. guess where you can. House and guess where you can, and there. guess where you can get a Monster Hunter game for free right now, PlayStation Plus. Yeah, Timmy. <laughs> All right, guys. I don't see House go... Flipper on PlayStation Plus. <laughs> it might it might show up. Oh yeah, it might show up. All right, all right. So everybody, to get the scoop on all of tonight's topics, links have been provided in our stream chat. Go check them out, and also continue conversation with us on our Twitter page at ps underscore crossroads. If you'd like to have your question read on the show, tweet us at ps underscore crossroads or email us at crossroadspspod at gmail.com. Um, and we can now get into the big topic for tonight. Um, we're gonna we're gonna make this one pretty fast because um, I know somebody's got a movie to go see. <laughs> but guys, tonight I want to talk about our biggest gaming regret. And let me just go ahead and kind of set this up real quickly. Um, whether you whether you consider yourself a casual, hardcore, or just a gamer in passing, every person engages in uh, the video game, every person that's engaged in the video game hobby has some regret in their history that they either wish they could forget or they could use as fuel to strengthen their, their gaming journey going into the future uh so did you ever wish did you ever never finish a game that was a must play experience in the gaming community or was your speed run always plagued by one harrowing mistake harrowing mistake that you never got past i'm looking at i'm looking at my playthroughs of the teenage mutant ninja turtles nes game uh, or uh do you did you run your bank account into the ground just to ensure you had all the collectibles from your favorite franchise Let's talk about some. Let's talk about some of our biggest gaming regrets here tonight, guys. Uh, uh, okay, off the bat, um, never really getting into Super Mario sixty four. Super yeah, Mario sixty four. Yeah, you missed yeah. the boat on that one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because if you play it right now, it's rough. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. that's the, one game. The, the, I that, that's go the thing like, about those. Like nostalgia carries those games. Like, yeah, that okay. If we're if if we're going way back, that Star Fox, um, Star Fox sixty four, a lot of like N sixty four games. <clears throat> See, I actually, really... I, I think Star Fox sixty four is a little bit 
that's a palpable game that you could actually get into now. Like if you were to play it now, it's yeah, actually a lot sure. more enjoyable, a lot more. It's, it's, it's a lot easier to play than like Mario 64, just because Mario 64 was like the, the birth of like the 3D action platform. Yeah, right. That was like the game. To, yeah. It was either that, Star Fox or Zelda. It was one of the three you were playing. Yeah. If you didn't play one, you're playing the other one. Well, I I hate to be that guy, but um, but I don't I there's no regret for me with the Nintendo sixty four era games because I didn't own one, and uh, yeah, yeah, right. and and in all in all seriousness, I feel like I feel like that's a that's a generation of gaming that you know I I think I made the right call like Nintendo sixty four and PlayStation was out. I went play I went PlayStation, you know, so I I, I don't really regret that. And besides, the, the games I felt like I need to play on in Nintendo sixty four, I had. A, I had a buddy. We would swap systems, you know. Whenever, whenever I had a game he wanted to play, or, or he had a game that I wanted to play, we would swap. He, I would borrow a sixty-four. He'd borrow my PlayStation. Mm-hmm. So we had, we had like a good agreement, you know. I played a few of them. Like Mario sixty-four was one of the games I played, and I, yes, I, I enjoyed it. And yeah, I had the, the Super Mario three D collection. And man, yes, Toy is right. Whew. It's rough, it's, man. It's rough. Wow. Like I mean, at least at least Super Mario Sunshine is like is like doing something. Well, it's me. like telling Super people Super Mario Sunshine is the best one ever. DM me, and I'll fight you. I'll fight you. It's simple. I can ag- I can agree with you. I can agree with you just for a simple fact is when we got the Super Mario Galaxy. Super Mario Galaxy reminded me that I have three D a video game three D motion sickness. Yeah, it was odd. I, I I it was hard playing that game. I liked Odyssey a lot. But Sunshine has, like, a special spot in my heart. Like, actually, there. Did you never finish a game that is a must-play? That was mine. I never beat it. I don't know if it, I don't know if it was a must-play. To me, it was. I never beat it. And according, like, to the, according to the fans, it was a must-play. Like, like you know. What like, fans? Stoy, 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 stoy. Think about what you're going to say. Think about what you're going to say. Okay? I got I got, I got, I got fans. I got fans looking at me like I'm nuts because I never played Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask. Actually, I refuse to play those. Oh, games. you don't, you don't have to play Majora's Mask. That's okay. <laughs> no, no, not, eh, yeah, no, not really. But Ocarina is like, like a classic, like a cult classic. Yeah, is it a cult classic? Ask Corey. I bet you Corey would. Corey would. Agree. No, yeah, I, mean, I it feel is, like... it is a cult classic. It's, it's. I think still to this day one of the most highly rated video games of all time. I you're, think you're, like in you're the crazy. Top. You're crazy because like I've seen I've seen people let's plays of this game and I'm like no like like I feel like the Legend of Zelda Wind Waker which I did play and beat well, was a the, better game. That's, that's the thing. If you were to take a 20, 30 year old game and have someone play it new and experience it for the first time, you're not going to have a good time. Okay, I, I you agree needed with that. to play I, those games at that time. Okay, so, I Ocarina agree. of Time. I, I, if you were to play that now, yeah, Wind Waker is better. Is a better controlled game. Twilight Princess. Breath of the Wild, everything, everything plays and controls better than that game. But I the- agree with what I agree with what you're saying. I actually did attempt to play Ocarina of Time back when it was a new game, and 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 that's when I realized that I was I did not like the new style of Zelda because I was definitely attached to like the Legend of Zelda, Legend of Zelda: Link to the Past. And okay, boomers. Okay, say what you will. I mean, all right, boomer. <laughs> No, that's fine. I mean, like I said, I still have a special place in my heart for Link to the Past. I think it's the far superior Zelda game of all time. But my <laughs> something's guy's attention. No, okay. <laughs> so no, my, my my Google apparently reacted to when I said "Okay, Boomer," and I think he thought she thought I said "Okay, Google." Okay, Google. Oh. <laughs> 
Hey Google, what's a boomer? Watch, watch Laurent pop up. <laughs> wow, I'm getting a whole big description too. I wish you guys could hear it. The Google thing is way over. <laughs> Hey, uh, hey Google, stop. Okay. Right. Anyway, um, okay. So yeah, that's the problem with it. Sorry for the, the disruption, but uh, that's the problem with it. Like if you were to like even Resident Evil, the first Resident Evil for the PlayStation, classic. You were to have Cole, someone play it right now. As much as I love that game, I have a hard time playing it. it yeah, I do. I would it's have hard. a hard time playing it right now. Yeah. Like if I went yeah, back to play same. it, like. I'm just not used to. I tank get into that anymore. muscle memory. I get into that muscle memory of this is how tank controls are. But yeah, like that's um, it's just rough if you were gonna have like someone the, new. The play. furthest back in Resident Evil I can go is Code Veronica, and that's only because there's no Code Veronica remake. So you know, there's nothing to sully that experience right now. Yeah, that's fair. Hopefully. Soon. Um, speaking of that game series, in the notes here it says, um. Every person that engages in the video game probably has, has some regret in their history that they either wish to forget or that they use as fuel to strengthen their gaming journey. Mm-hmm. Resident Evil for me is my gaming journey. Because um, as a child, I watched my my dad play uh, 1, 2, and 3. Um, and anytime Nemesis would pop up on the screen and, and, and say his thing, I would leave the room. He's traumatized. Yeah, literally traumatized. So years later, I'm I'm an adult, and I make a pact to myself saying I'm going to play all the Resident Evil games. So I play one. I play two. Um, and then... He couldn't literally... finish three. He couldn't no, finish three. No, So I played the OG three. I played the original three that frightened me as a child. Mm-hmm. I, I was doing well. I'm like, I got this. Uh, I was playing Nemesis. I knew when he was gonna pop. Uh, I knew when he would pop up. So he pops up on screen. I pause the game and I go, okay. I was like, all right. <laughs> I no word of a lie. I paused it and I was like, you can do this. You can do this. I unpaused it. He ran. He ran at me. I paused it. When I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if I can do this. Long story short, I beat the game. I was super proud of myself. After overcoming that, I ended up beating Code Veronica 4, 5, 6, and 7. And I I haven't played 8 yet. So that, for me, was my gaming journey. I I just want... I would just love to have been in the room and saw you when he Kool-Aid Man... Nemesis Kool-Aid Man in the the police station. Dude, the first (laughs) time... Tiny little Andre. The first time, okay, so tiny me screamed. Adult me, when he jumped through the glass and he's like stars, I paused it and I went, <sighs> <laughs> and like it was like I had like like flashbacks. I was sweating. I was like, how the hell do I beat these? Bro, I had flashbacks of Resident Evil Two, like when I was a grown ass. I mean, I wasn't a grown ass high school kid, but yeah, mm-hmm. I remember just like this the liquor. When you were in the interrogation room, oh, the liquor comes oh yeah, out. yeah, it yeah. wasn't even the I was sound. With, it I was, was like I a... remember playing with a friend of mine, and both him and I like threw the control. He threw the controller up in the air. We both were like rolling on the ground, like screaming and crying at the same time, holding it's... each other. Like no, <laughs> it's not even like the sound they make. It's the small like. Yeah, yeah. When you don't see it, and you're like, "Where the fuck is this thing?" And mm. you know it's somewhere, and you're like, "Oh my!" It's that is traumatizing. 
this one just came out of nowhere. That's what I think that's kind of what shocked us the most. It's like we were just in a quiet little room and all of a sudden, bam. Yeah. <laughs> Comes flying through the window. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the, times. the old ones have such a good way of just like, surprise. And you're just like, holy crap. What is that coming out of a window? Yeah. But that's the thing. There's, there's better games out there right now that it's one of those things. Those are, those games are stuck in the past. And yeah, right. Yeah. You know, and this, can go, this can go back to the whole like nostalgia thing. This can go back. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're like they they belong in the past and they will stay there, and that's mm-hmm. that's where they belong. So, but yeah, that was my gaming journey. Is that whole game series is like my little gaming adventure. I will say one of my biggest regrets is like I'm not really I'm not really like a, a video game hoarder. Like yeah, I, I have like a decent amount of like old old like console games and stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but I usually like I usually don't like. Once I've gotten my fill out of a out of a console or something, I usually like can move on to it. When like especially when we're like two generations past and stuff like that. But I yeah, think my biggest, fair. I think my biggest regret I would have to say is letting my Sega Saturn go. Oof. Because because if you look at Sega's hardware history, Sega did their damnedest to make shit arcade perfect. And before the Dreamcast came out, the the Saturn was the Saturn was the place to be. Like I mean, especially if you imported that sixty-four megabyte cartridge, that expansion cartridge, all of a sudden, like all your games played like different creatures <laughs> and stuff like that. You know, <laughs> you know. For example, like X Men versus Street Fighter, you pop that cartridge in, you could actually tag your characters in and out now and stuff like that, <laughs> and yep. stuff like that. You know, <laughs> it's just a shame that uh, Sega kind of botched the releases of a lot of their systems. They put too yeah. much out too quick. I think we were talking about that. They released. The 32X and the Sega Saturn in the same year. In the year. same year. Like, come on, Sega. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, you so were one the of my chosen big... one. Yeah. And I think you were and, meant and to bring balance. <laughs> you were meant to bring balance to the gaming world, not destroy it. Not destroy it. Yeah. All the fans, I hate you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so, I, so there are days I literally think, I was like, damn, I had all the Panzer Dragoon games, including Panzer Dragoon RPG, which like goes for. I don't know how much money it goes for now, but I know I know if I'd held on to it, I'd be rich. Well, not rich, but you know, I'd I'd, I'd be able to take a vacation with it. <laughs> oh, easily, easily for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, and stuff like that, you know. Um, that's one. That's a big regret for me. I'm not even really a collector, like I said. Like, but you know, I am proud of the fact that I have every PlayStation system I, I've I've owned. You know, I'm proud of that. You know, even though my that's boyfriend, a good feet. That's even a feet, though, um, I don't know if many can do. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Like right now, my right now though, my boyfriend he's he's babysitting my PS4 because he wanted to play The Last of Us. So I was like, Smart yes, man. do this, do this. Why didn't he wait till the? Eh, whatever. Uh, because he knew he wasn't getting my PS5. Right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> compromise. We don't live in a, we don't live in the same place yet. So my biggest regret, and I I just recently wrote an editorial about this, is that how. I, I got to a point where I was looking I, I I'm a collector. I collect video games and I'm I'm continually doing this now. So I, I'm continually going back and buying old retro games, you know, PlayStation sixty four, Super Nintendo, Nintendo, you know that that Nintendo's about as far as I go. I don't go further back than that. But you know, I'm looking at my collection, I think uh maybe a week or two ago, and I was like, Man, th- this is my regret. It's like I spent a lot of money on a lot of these games. Some of these games weren't cheap. You know, they're more expensive than the day they came out. And here I am buying them again just to say, wow, I have great memories of this game and put it on a shelf and that's it. 
So those are my regrets is that I've wasted so much money buying old shit and putting it on a shelf, maybe playing it for a little bit and saying, wow, I remember this. And then that's it. So that's my regret. I wish I just held on to my money. That's fair. I mean, that's a, that's a worthy enough regret. I will say that. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's, it's making me think now that I think I'm just going to stop collecting. Like, I'm just going to, like, focus on new stuff as they come out um, and just, you know, kind of keep at that. So. Mm-hmm. Um, that's – honestly, I feel like that's my – what I said about Sega Saturn, I think that's my biggest regret. Because, I mean, like, you know, like, I, I had no yes, problem with, like, letting, letting my Dreamcast go. Like, I, I actually gave it to a – I gave it to a buddy who loved my who loved my Dreamcast more than I loved my Dreamcast. And I loved my Dreamcast. But, you know, like – but, you know, yeah. like, he was – like, every time he would come Sorry. to my place, he was uh, he was a, a, an old colleague of mine that worked at GameStop. He was, like, he was a young kid. Um, he would just sit there in awe, like all the all the Dreamcast games I had, like Marvel vs. Capcom three, Jet Set Radio, all that stuff. And he was just in awe and all that stuff. And you know, uh, in one of my moves, like I, I moved to a new place, and I was like, I'm tired of lugging a, a lot of this shit with me. So I was like, Hey, I was like, I was like, Hey, like I know, I know you will appreciate this. You want my Dreamcast and all my games? And he's like, Are you kidding? He's like, Are you are you playing with me right now? I'm like, No. I'm, I'm not like if you want it it's yours it's already boxed up and everything just come just come grab it and you're fine and uh, like i said i did not miss it you know um of course i have emulators and stuff like that so, so you know i didn't miss as much saturn emulator is hard though <laughs> a saturn emulator is oh my god well, I, I have I the polybega i have the polymega system that can play sega saturn games and they and they play awesome actually <laughs> Yeah, but you said I also have to give up my left testicle because that's how expensive it is. Yeah, unless you want to, unless you want to order it on the website and have to wait for a few months. Like uh-huh. you can go on the website, but like like I said, you're not going to get it right away. That's is it kind of like the Steam Deck where you can put five dollars now and then they send you an email no, and say, I, "Hey, it's ready, it's no. ready. You need to pay now or you don't get it." <laughs> I think you actually have to pay for it like fully, okay, right, right out the gate because that's how I mm-hmm. had to do it. Um, when I uh, when I pre-ordered it, I just paid for it right away. Uh huh. Um, any, any other ones before we, uh, close out this, this actually one of the, speaking of that, um, uh, legend of Dragoon, Mm -hmm. that was probably one of the most highly rated like RPGs on the PlayStation. And I never played it when it first came out, which is kind of, which is kind of crazy for me that, you know, actually that was the, that was the era where I started getting really into RPGs. Like I played final fantasy seven. I was like, wow, this is epic. I played like, you know, um, vagrant story and other RPGs. And for some reason, legend of Dragoon skipped that. I, I skipped that game and everybody I've talked to over the last like couple years, when I said, I never got to play that game. It, people were dumbfounded. They were like, that they, was look, a- they, they look at you like you're like, yeah. you were a second head. Like, bro, are you, are you even a gamer, bro? Like that I was never, the best RPG of the, of the system. And I, I said, I know that now because I, I, I played, I played it on the Polymega, and I'm like, you know, for the first time. And I was like, man, this is awesome. Like even yeah. like being over 20 years old. You know. Yeah, dude, dude. I own well, actually, I owned I owned the game twice back when the PS One was a thing, and I managed to get myself a get myself an actual non greatest hits copy of it recently, mm-hmm. and still never played it, even though I have a PS One that works just fine and stuff like that. Uh, but when I modded my Vita and started putting PS One games on there, I played and I was like, oh man, like why did I not give this game a chance? Yeah, I mean, it's an amazing game. 
So like I was I was spending money I was spending money on the game and you know would trade it in because I wasn't playing it and then buy it again trade it in because I wasn't playing it and buy it again you know and stuff like that you know that's that's a that's a big regret I have I, my big regret is I have a backlog of games <laughs> I think that's the biggest I think that's the biggest regret I have in gaming period like I have a giant ass backlog of games I'm not sure when I'm not sure if this I'm not sure if I can do it in this <laughs> lifetime if I were to if I were to stop buying games right now to hit my backlog, which we all know that's a fucking lie. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. We got we got Dead Space remake and and uh Callisto Protocol coming out. Like this ain't this this is not the time to stop buying new games. This is not the time. Just to backpack off that, that Dead Space that Dead Space remake looks intense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I can't wait to play it. I can't wait to play it. I promised Stephanie that I would play the Dead Space trilogy and stream it for her before Have Dead you Space ever? comes out. Huh? Oh, I d- Dead Sp- Okay. R- R- You've fast. never played Dead Space? Uh, who? Me? Yeah. I played me? Dead Space. Oh, I was going to say. Yeah, Space, I was going to say, if you've never, then you have missed something. Dead Space is what brought me back into playing survival horror games because survival horror games got really stale in the, in the few years before Dead Space came out. Mm. Yep. I mean, like, like survival horror games were, in my opinion, some real garbage. You know, by the time, by, by, by the time Dead Space came out, like, because um, I, what was the last, what was the last, uh, I want to say the last uh, survival horror game I tried to take seriously and play was it was either it was either Fatal Frame, Fatal Frame Two, or it was uh, Resident Evil Four. And I think it was Resident Evil Four because Resident Evil Four kind of also like okay. Hurt me. Let's just let's let's. Like you're, before, you're gonna stop saying whatever it is you were gonna say, Laron, and you're just gonna move on with this topic. Resident Evil Four is not a survival horror game; it's an action game. So. Okay, there's there's that, but there's that, but if you look, but if you Wikipedia Resident Evil Four, it says survival. Is, it is, but then you play it, and you're like basically like action story. Well, yeah. I can see, I can see how it is, but survival I mean, action, survival action horror. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But anyway, what I was what I was saying though is like like Dead Space actually brought me back into consideration of playing survival horror games, mm-hmm. and you know like I I'm I I pick and choose the survival horror games I'm going to play, but I but trust me like uh Dead Space was probably the best way to come back to that world uh, easily easily and and, uh, and I'm one of the few people out there that I say Dead Space three was not as bad of a game as everybody thinks it was. No, I don't think so. I thought Dead Space three was really good. Like I, I mean, mean yep, I yep. feel like I, I feel like I feel like I feel like Dead Space Three was just a natural progression of what what should have been going on with the story anyway. I mean, you know, we we we've seen Hollywood movies. We know how it goes. The first movie is like this is like this epic thing. The second movie tries to up the ante. The third movie tries to do something a little differently, but still stay within the boundaries of what's established and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Dead Space was just doing doing its thing. Yeah. Now there are a couple of things about Dead Space Three that I can say. You know, we're like okay, y'all should have missed us with that, but. The fact that we had co-op, and if you did the co-op right, okay, in the perfect world with Dead Space 3, what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to play the game once as Isaac, and you're supposed to play it again as Carver. Most people didn't do that, though. Mm-hmm. Most people didn't do that, because, you know, and you missed and you missed the entire story. And then when the Dead Space, when the Dead Space uh, Awakened DLC came out for Dead Space 3, you're supposed to do it just like that. Play it once with Isaac, play it once with Carver. And people people didn't get that. You know, it's like it's like, dude, like... Well, that, that that was the crazy thing because there was things you saw as Isaac that Carver didn't that see. Carver didn't see, and then there was things that Carver saw that I remember when I was playing that co-op Yo. with a buddy of mine. It blew my mind. 
Carver that I was, was having Carver was having full on adventures by himself yeah. while you're just sitting there I, as the cool, Isaac, like yeah, like you're, you're witnessing something and like you're you're seeing you're saying oh shit, what the hell is this? And like your co-op partner is like, I don't see what you're seeing, mm-hmm. and then you're like, what? It's like right in front of me. Like how could you not see this? No, I don't see it. Like that was that was crazy. Like that blew my mind. Yeah, I thought that was I thought that was wonderful narr- narration. I thought it was, but you yeah. know, I, but what do I know? I just I just play video games and I have a podcast that talks about them. You're not <laughs> a gamer. You're not a true gamer. Because <laughs> I didn't play Ocarina of Time. Yeah. Because <laughs> you don't think Majora's Mask is the best Zelda game of all time. <laughs> all right, gents. Any final thoughts here? <laughs> no. Uh, any no, more? Sir. Any more? Any more big big regrets? No, sir. All right. Well, uh, well, for you guys out there, like, hit us up at PS4 Square Crossroads. Let us know what is one of your biggest gaming regrets out there. We'd love to hear from uh, from you about that and, and have a future talk, talking topic about it, you know? Uh, all right, so we're going to go ahead and wrap the show up tonight. We've, we, I think we've had a lot of fun here, fellas. Um, I'm also trying to get Andre out of here on time because he has to go see Thor Love and Thunder. Thor Love and Thunder. Haven't heard anything about it, so I'm going in open-minded. You want Good. me to, my room, you want me my to roommate, <laughs> my roommate and his I, girlfriend saw it over the weekend and they said it was great and they didn't tell me jack shit about it which is exactly I mean, how i want four, it's four good movies like four movies except for the second one were always good so I wait, mean, wait 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 i had no problems with, with thor dark world i thought that the original thor was trash and I, thor, and thor dark world was them trying was you can only go up from there I didn't hate to. I just go along with the whole meme that it sucked. So that's fair. That's fair. I'm not. Gonna, I, I I don't have anything to say on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but no, but like so. Um, I but um, what was I gonna say? Um, yeah. Again, I haven't heard anything about it. One thing though that I have I I have read the Gore the God Butcher comic book series, so I am going into the movie kind of with that in mind. So. But I'm gonna try and not be so like, oh my god, this isn't how the book goes. So, mm-hmm. all right, well, everyone, uh, that's our show for tonight. As always, we'd like to give a big thanks to you all for tuning in, and listening to Crossroads podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know the deal. Before we head out, guys, uh, go ahead and uh, plug yourselves. Let, let people know where they can get in contact with you, or or, or just or just see what you're all about. Uh, Andre, you go first now. Uh, you can find me on YouTube at Andre Wilson. Uh, right now is just shorts, but I am in the works of trying to figure out how I can make a short film. That being like five to ten minutes about either friends of mine or just myself. Um, I do photography a lot on my Instagram, Instagram and Twitter, Andre underscore Wilson, A-N-N-D-R-E. Anyway, um, photography is more on Instagram. YouTube is more uh, videography, which I'm slowly getting introduced to. So again, I'm trying to think of a kind of like a take a day, take a Saturday and just vlog my whole day from the minute I get up, what I do, how I go about it, talk about myself, maybe go on like a hike with like no phone service. So it's like really just me and the camera and just kind of connect with people, tell them about me. So again, Andre Wilson on YouTube. Um, if you go there and you like what you see, hit the subscribe button, hit the bell notification. I try and upload every other day. So I posted one today. We'll be uploading until tomorrow. 
so on and so forth. Um, Twitter is where I just go to keep up with like anime, Star Wars, uh, uh, maybe piss someone off by my opinion. <laughs> um, just try and fit in with the world. Instagram is photography. So if you are a photographer or just like photos, check me out there. Um, is that it? And uh, you can find me here as well. The Crossroads. Other than that, that's all. All right, cool. Stoy. Well, for me, I'm on the EXP cast. We're, uh, we're a video game podcast. We're on the Boss Rush Network. Uh, we record episodes. Uh, it's been spotty lately with summer because we've all just been busy. So um, usually we have episodes drop Mondays and Thursdays every week. Um, <laughs> we just we just talk with Celeste, uh, part of the Boss Rush Network. She was on our show uh, this last weekend. So um, we just had an episode drop yesterday. Uh, so Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at expcast, and then my personal Twitter is Stoy M K E H. I actually saw a YouTube video for you guys. I think it was one that um someone went to like a card store or a game store. Yeah, we did a um uh me and Josh on the podcast with a couple other buddies. We went to um we did a video game hunting trip. That's what it was. Yeah, and we uh, went to the yeah. limited run game store. Um, yeah. a week after it officially opened in uh, North Carolina. So mm, okay. that was really cool. So it, we, we chronicled the journey. It was like a big whole game hunting trip that on That's our way cool. down there, we were just kind of hitting up pawn shops, hitting up game stores, card stores, mm-hmm. whatever, uh, you know, flea markets, just to kind of find some cool shit. So That's cool. Yeah. So that's on our YouTube channel. We have a YouTube channel as well. <laughs> I'll have to check that out. Yeah. All right, and as always, you can catch me on social media at Exodus803. That's also my YouTube and Twitch handles, as well as my PlayStation Network and Steam ID. Uh, do not forget, I am one of the three hosts for the Boss Rush Podcast, which happens every Wednesday night at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on uh, BossRush.net's Twitter account, so be, uh, make sure to check that out. Uh, also... Uh, just a real quick, sh- just a real quick shout out because I forgot to mention this uh, on our last show. But uh, happy 300th episode to Nintendo Power Block, uh, part of our part of our Boss Rush Network family, as well as uh, Tower Casuals, the Destiny uh, podcast show, hitting episode 100. So yeah, that was cool. I was there. Yeah, it, yeah. It was a it was a cool uh, cool moment to see as well. Like. 300 episodes like that like that is that's insane that is to me in like incredible feat but like that's crazy to think like, yo the, 300 the fact podcasts. that I stayed that's up, a lot the, of episodes that's a lot of podcasts like yo, wow the fact that i stayed up all night stayed up all evening and listened to that four hour podcast as they were live jesus christ never again yeah <laughs> Never again. Like I, I know my, I know my threshold, my limit now. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> All right, uh, going on right over, right now over at BossRush.net. Uh, which video game has the most immersive world? That's the question that Josh Martinez wants to ask. Uh, so let us know your top pick uh, when you go read the July 11th edition of the BossRush Banter. Also, Ed and Corey discussed the Sega Genesis, uh, that 16-bit rival of the Super Nintendo that gave the big end a run for its money in the latest episode of Standard Definition Retro Nostalgia podcast. Uh, also, lastly, he mentioned it earlier, and I gotta shout this out. Our boy Stoy shares the hows and whys that helped him realize that collecting retro video games was a waste of his money. 
please go over there and check it out. Like it's it's a wonderful read. You, I, you know, not just because you're my boy, but I I read your stuff all the time because you always have something just 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 fresh and fun and controversial sometimes. You know. Thanks. Yeah, I I mean I got some pretty decent. It, it was a it was a deep insight into like kind of like why we collect. And I remember like one of my cousins, I, I posted it on my Facebook and one of my cousins from Germany, you know, commented by saying, I, col- I have over 650 vinyl records in my collection. Boys love their toys. That's all he said. And I was like, that sums it up. Yeah, that basically sums it up. I mean, you know, my brother, he uh, he he builds models of uh, mm-hmm. aircraft and military military uh, vehicles, and he keeps buying before he's even done before with what finished. he has. Yeah. <laughs> So he's always like sending me like, oh, I just bought this, I just bought that. I'm like, bro, you haven't even finished the aircraft you bought two years ago. Like, oh jeez. So, yeah. All right. So all that and more can be found over at bossers.net. So head there and check out more uh, more editorials and shows from our ever growing family of creators and contributors. Uh, we're also looking for more really cool gamers and nerds to hang out with us. So why not consider becoming part of the Bossers Network Discord, uh, where there's even more Crossroads content to check out. You know, if you're our fans, of course. Uh, as always, you can chat. Uh, you can chat with us and keep the conversation going by hitting us up on Twitter at ps underscore crossroads to dish on more news, events, and topics while we are getting ready for the next installment. Hey, everyone! This has been episode eighty-seven of the Crossroads Podcast. Come back and join us next week as we stay in our new home here at YouTube uh, for another episode of Crossroads. Uh, if you like the show, please, please, please consider subscribing to the podcast and don't forget to like subscribe and turn on your notifications for us. Uh, and for you, all you people out there who love our podcast or audio versions of it, please share rate and review us wherever you check out any of the versions of our show. Uh, as a part of boss Rush games family, we want you all to have a great night. And of course, please remember to play games, be better and just be you. All right. That's it for us tonight. Y'all have a good one. Be safe out there and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye-bye.